welcome to the podcast once again i'm your trusty host james we are back in the polarized kingdom we talk about movies polarizing movies according to rotten tomatoes sometimes the critics love them sometimes the audiences hate them or vice versa no matter what they disagree these these two sides uh we're jumping into a franchise today that is pretty far down the road it's number 10. We're starting from number 10. It's, uh, is it 10? I don't know. It's, uh, Roman numerals. It's fast X, baby. Uh, we have gone to the points point where they've gone to Roman numerals. Um, they haven't done that before. I, I, I don't think, have they? Is there a five with a V? Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to, trying to think, think here. I think it's mostly been, uh, what do you say? Alphanumeric? Is that what you, you would call numbers? <laughs> oh, uh, let's look at those numbers uh, over here. From the critics, it is a 56%. From the audience, it is an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so it's close. It's close to being almost fresh from the critics, but it is divisive nonetheless. It is a two and a half hour juggernaut of a movie that. Uh, doesn't quite wrap everything up should you be surprised on its 10th installment that it doesn't finish everything it's there's more to be had uh before i get too ahead of myself i need a couple friends dare i say family yeah there it is with me here today i have my trusty co-host i consider myself just a guest of this established very uh top of the line podcast you're hearing to hearing <laughs> top of the line let's uh, start the show buckle up on one two three four five i'm doing that one too i got the one and only the great great brandini is joining me how the hell are you friend family come into the come into the polarized kingdom and let's talk. Let's I'm, talk some polarizing movies. I'm doing. Wait, I want to do my Vin Diesel. Do your Vin. I'm, ju- I'm doing good. Jerk. No, I don't know. It's a work in progress, but I'm doing well, man. I'm excited to talk about this. This movie. Right when you're about to get into your Vin, it looks like you're almost about to pop a blood vessel because you're trying. You're like. <sighs> Trying really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I know he acts so hard. I just, I mean, there, there's a lot of things that could be said about this movie that could be, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, we might be pretty critical about this. At least I might going to be pretty critical about this movie. But uh, one thing I'm not going to be critical of is the concept of Vin really acting with everything he's got because yeah it's uh it's the part of this franchise uh because i'm a huge fan i guess let's get started into the how we feel about fast movies where we're at in this franchise and all of that but actually wait before we do that we should probably bring in the guest yeah let's bring in that let's bring in that guy two two's a, a partnership we're we're uh we're buddies but we need somebody in the back seat i think as well or maybe if there's like a little middle seat in the front and we're all like hang, yeah. hanging out together in like a truck cruising or around a, and a car and, with uh, cannons on the side of it. <laughs> yes, of course. In which you can launch yourself into the air 
Um, yes. <laughs> and, and turn your whole car into like a missile. <laughs> it is the, the weirdest feature to have in car. <laughs> That thing got jammed, but you I, could switch those hinges around and launch in the air, no problem. And, like, and rotate and go downward into something. And then create space instead of just making it even worse for someone to drive through as a big fireball. Uh, um, no, you you blew it up and then created space for him to effortlessly drive through his uh, burnt corpse. Um, <laughs> Grim. <laughs> or is he dead? I don't even know. Who even know, knows in this movie? Uh, there's, but there's yeah. there's somebody here that is a, f- a family member of this podcast and a founding uh, member to, of the Polarized Kingdom. And he's been with us definitely on the most eps. He's he's the reigning uh, MV, MVP, most valuable primate. If we were, <laughs> we're going to do monkey. We're, 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 we're considering a monkey with man or child uh, movie series. If we can find the polarizing <laughs> monkey, monkey with man. Movies. And it was his idea. Let's get him in. He's the Alec Baldwin of our SNL. <laughs> he keeps coming back. <laughs> Don't shoot. <laughs> hey, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, let's 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 get he's gonna do his trumpet all, impression as well. Off the, yeah, we're we're off the rails. Let's get him well, in here. Well, it's not on rails. It's on the road, Brandon. It's, oh, it's, a, it's a, a, somebody just say my fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> Danny fucking birds get in here. Motherfucker. <laughs> you dirty dog. We're back. You, we're back in a big way. The family, the family's back. Guys, I hope you, everyone guys. watched fast one through nine before this. <laughs> if not, yep. turn this off right now. Okay. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Okay, so we all just right, watched so all of the past movies leading up to this. Wow. <laughs> <Now> <laughs> easy. I feel like I just went on a very long road trip. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I sleep. I need, I, need some, I need some monster energy drink. and <laughs> I got a Red Bull I'm right surprised here, I haven't yeah. seen them drink monster. Besides, they just drink Corona. But You don't uh, even really drink in this movie. No, right? it's, like, it's just like some light Coronas on a Sunday yeah. barbecue when they're not driving. Yeah. They are not driving. <laughs> they are not driving. You're that right. Day. That's such a good point, James. Is that they can't really be drinking in scenes I'm because they're immediately going to get into a <laughs> by the wheel of a car. It's amazing that Corona got this much play. It'll be all about driving vehicles. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you think they can play that for laughs? Like Roman just getting super fucked up and then having to like, get know, on the road and funny. try to like, get away. <laughs> if there's like know. no citizens around, if it was like an open field and there's just bad guys in him, maybe, and he has to like figure I, out how to drive drunk in an open open field and not hit like a single tree. And then he hits um, the single tree and then it's everybody has. I mean, I, I would posit that he could pr- he would probably end up doing less damage as drunkenly driving than they do with a uh, safe <laughs> attached to the back of their car. <laughs> Yeah, are going to be drinking like you know what you, you hit everything that's the least of the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you were drunk we'd feel better about it like at least like, yeah. this guy was a little drunk and that's why like, like not stone cold sober murdering people with a 
huge I safe bet, attachment bag of this I color. bet Corona has like a reverse product placement deal with them where they're like, as each movie goes on, you have to put less Coronas in your movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's funny I'm to think about because that's like, why that's always at the end. I don't know. They need to. Ha- I'm surprised they don't have like a. I haven't seen any cross promotion on a Corona box or bottle being like, and I guess, I don't know if they would change the flavor or just be like, Hey, Oh, you brought a Corona. You son of a bitch. You did it. Oh, Danny's popping he's, he's a Corona right now. Nice. Right. Right. Which also, I, I don't know if I've taken, taken the time to talk to you guys about this is our first. About our Lord and Savior, here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> God yeah, damn it, Danny. Here we go again. I could totally imagine Vin doing the same thing. He just uh-huh. it hasn't He's been like, you know what? Jesus yet. is kind of like this Corona. <laughs> I think um, so these beers, these specific Coronas have been out for a while. And I think Fast and the Furious is missing a huge, leaving a lot of money on the table and missing a huge opportunity because this is literally called Familiar. There's Corona uh-huh. Familiar. Why aren't they drinking these? Like this, is, and why didn't you just call it family? Like, what are we doing here? Like, you guys, <laughs> Familiar. You guys are just Whatever. barely missing each other and then not promoting. Like, I don't I get know. it. I, yeah, delicious- we, we gotta get you. Yeah, to just take, with take, some people. <laughs> take the R off that one and then just put Vin's head somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just his head. Just like right. I would love a, that circle. A, that, oh, a liquor circle, bottle yeah. that was the shape of Vin Diesel's head. That'd be so cool. <laughs> It's a tequila. Uh, they were just, it's his head. You just drink that, like the, the, the head. The Only comes in head. 750 milliliters. <laughs> what, if, uh, what if it was his mouth is where the liquid came out and he had to kiss him to, to drink the... I don't like it. I don't like it. You don't like it? What a... What a what a, you, don't, you don't think Vin Diesel is an international sex symbol? <laughs> he is definitely promoted as such. I'm surprised you're not picking up on that. I mean, he's... Is it self promotion? I and mean, does that count? If you oh, ask yeah. him, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm sure he owns a lot of his own cologne. <laughs> right. Yeah. The the um uh, what is it, the freight mm-hmm. container that the kid smuggled in, that was actually all of his cologne. <laughs> <laughs> he just already he had that. Like that's part of the budget. That's part of the budget. Part of the budget. My <laughs> two thousand bottles of cologne <laughs> that I just drench myself in every morning because you know Vin probably just reeks of cologne. He's like, The Rock made us wheel around all of his weight equipment. We're taking this whole container full of cologne and doing something with it. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! If it's not cologne, yeah. it's for sure like an aftershave, like heavy, heavy <laughs> aftershave. It's called engine oh grease. <laughs> 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 like then people don't Oil want to change their clothes <laughs> it, now we're talking so much about vin but i just have to say like him overall and in, in this movie and the the dialogue is is something something to to behold in, in itself but him speaking every single time was like the most poetic uh, like yeah one-liner or like uh philosophical sort of yeah. quote proverb yeah yeah proverb sort of sort <laughs> of thing like almost yeah yeah like very broad sort of sort of but thing it was so, shakespearean uh, <laughs> yes where, yeah uh-huh. but he's telling little brian like yeah you just gotta do this and this and like they bring it back mm-hmm. at the end and it has nothing to fucking do with it like like telling the kid to like launch a car off of the fucking road, like it was like this oh like, that do, that that was no such a stretch. Know what to do with it. Yeah, like I would be so confused as his child. 
<laughs> and it's heavy handed too because they cut to a lot of things visually i'm like remember remember like no we got it we got it no it's okay i i, I got it these movies have done that multiple times and it cracks me up that there is a flashback to a part of the movie we've seen like yeah. that, yeah. that, that concept is in no uh, but not just that but like in a in a fast and furious movie it's been done before where there will be a flashback at the end of the movie about what happened and like what was in the beginning of the movie like we had forgotten <laughs> like, we had forgotten about the the movie we're currently watching <laughs> you're just like wow they are taking like, their time. Hurt? like you don't trust us at all <laughs> like what did you think i took i'm uh, just walking in on this like fucking hour and a half like, like <laughs> Like just in case, in case you're just joining us, this isn't a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's, it's just it's yeah. tough for like a, a movie being in its tenth part not to do this. But I do feel like half of the time, especially the first act of this movie, is spent trying to catch people up and and reestablishing things and trying to make sure everyone's up to speed on everything. And yeah. it's like a lot mm. of time is spent on that rather than just trusting everyone to like propel us into the the next installment. It's like it's really takes its time in that first act. And that was kind of just like already sleepy. Cause it's felt like, the, I mean, it felt like the end. Cause it was, I was doing the family thing with the Corona's right at the beginning. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Disorienting. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <Is> this, <movie laughs> a whole, this, the beginning of this movie does this thing. I can't remember if it was, uh, Danny, you passed the cold uh, open. I guess. I guess the cold open this area, but yeah, right. Um, where this movie is like padded with, it was we were watching Rocky, right? And it was like Rocky two or something like that. And it's like a lot of that movie is uh, three. Yeah, it was three. Three. A lot of that movie is and four? the yeah. other movies. Yeah. <laughs> Just like oh, was man. Four. <laughs> four. Well, I think it might have been four. I think it might have been four. We watched yeah, it was we watched three and four yeah, recently together. Three, but right? four is pretty great, but a lot of it is like half of the movie is just montages where they are showing past Rocky movies and all his past accomplishments. And the Uh opening of the movie is the ending of the previous movie. Exactly. Maybe, maybe it is three because it's it's like, it's it's, it's when Creed and and Rocky are best buds and they're hanging out. And they show that as the opening to the next movie. And it's like, wow, like how much of this movie is just the well, it's it's like 45 minutes of the movie is actual the original. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like montages of Clubber Lang, like working out and getting mm-hmm. ready to like take him down, uh, which like it, it, it seems insane, though, like to like with especially with these movies with Fast and the Furious, it seems insane to be like, hey, and remember this too, like. Like there's so much story that like uh yeah that it's so complicated to know about yeah. uh-huh. where it's like come on man we're already here we're in it cars right. let's go you know yeah like uh, I'm sure you know friends became enemies enemies became friends like uh, we're we're already on board like I think yeah. if you have to keep recapping us like multiple you know, it, times it starts to feel like fan service at that point. Well, yeah, yeah. like, I I mean, honestly, it's moments for people in the audience watching it at the theater to like, oh, yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah. And that's what a lot of this is, because it is Mm -hmm. rehashing a previous thing that already happened in in their storyline. So I guess maybe they feel more beholden to kind of refresh people on the things leading up to five and how some of those aspects might 
play a play a part and obviously and i just i didn't watch i haven't watched that one in a while i don't remember a lot about it besides the safe chase scene and everything but Mm. rehashing some of that stuff bringing someone back from that and using that same set piece again i i don't know if that was really used to the effect that they wanted or was as satisfying as i may have thought it could have been but um, i I agree with you you. yeah it's an open stretch of road it's a bridge like I don't know. It looks so terrible. Like you Somehow can tell it looks worse. Worse. It looks worse. Are we talking we're about the opening scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're. Okay. But then yeah. the end, then it brings it back later on too. You know, isn't the it opening wild scene is rehashing the the five one? Yeah. To pick arguably their most controversial set piece of like all the movies they've done, uh, the one with like the most massive casualties, like yeah, without a right. doubt, like <laughs> most irresponsible thing they've probably done. I mean, everything else, you know, with the submarine and all that, they're out in the middle of the Antarctic or something. This was like you're in a metropolitan city, mm-hmm. ripping around with fucking, you know, uh, with uh, with a with a fucking ball. It's very like, uh, yeah. like a Man of Steel into Batman mm. versus Superman, right? Because. Mm. Yeah, all that shit happens in Man of Steel. All the reaction of the audience members who are just like, "Fuck!" Like they were just destroying building after building. Like how are the human costs and like no this, no like, addressing that? And then Batman or Superman is Batman yeah, on the ground, like experiencing it all. And then that's essentially. But ah, this cold open, I don't know. It's not, the editing was super clunky and and not all yeah. throughout the movie. Definitely yeah, some but- some bright spots or like parts that were more clunky than others, but this opening was kind of clunky to me, even just throwing him into the water and his, him opening and opening his eyes. Didn't tell me enough. Oh, quickly. It didn't yeah, tell me enough. So yeah, it I was wanted, I, I insanely wanted, brief. And maybe yeah. I don't know enough about his father and his fa- family family. Um, but I wanted a little bit more as to why he got so fucking cuckoo bananas absolutely yeah. yeah i guess i wanted to see that origin that. story a little bit of like what what did he do in between all this time leading up to it up to this point to make him so fucking yeah. bananas yeah yeah he's yeah. like he's gonna be the joker then make him like the he fucking is very like, joker issue he needs, mm. he needs more of a reason you need to be like he's been in a fucking mental institution for like you know 10 years or whatever like there needs to be totally. more of a reason why he's a fucking wackadoodle psycho and you just like inserted a character you know into this story where it's like you know uh, no, uh yeah like it, they didn't mm-hmm, yeah if, if you're gonna have if you're gonna bring somebody out from the woodwork like that which this movie kind of always does though it's oh like, for sure yeah it's unsurprising yeah. that the villain, family it, members it, in the john, john cena being like, the brother and not him right the, no one knowing about this brother like in the last movie too it, was insane man his I think the introduction to Abuela this this episode was fucking uh, this season uh, this this movie was wild as well because like there's been a grandma in this family the whole fucking time <laughs> that's alive where, yeah, like, where is she man what? yeah <laughs> Would, someone's yeah, gonna be going after grandma in LA and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> she's not safe anymore you know, that's you I get scared it. when they introduce people you're like it's oh that's good someone's gonna use that person as leverage and then in the next uh, one, that's uh, like the son there's so much time given to the son her outfit the abuela's outfit is so funny to me because it's like she got like it's it's like a lot of the characters in this which is always cracks me up because a friend of uh of mine that i go to see this with always points it out because it's just like you could kind of not um, a friend of mine, Brian, uh, Brian, 
but I was like, nonetheless, on this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. But he always points it out. And it's so funny to me because like you can miss it because you're watching a movie and everybody's dressed like they are a st- a movie star in a movie, not like they're in a like, you know, actually inhabiting uh, like a real space. It's just everybody looks like they're a movie star. And the abuela is such a great example of that. And it cracks me up because she has this shirt that has the color like popped up and then she's got like all of this jewelry on and her shirt has a and i mean god she is the most stylish older woman i've ever seen because like she so she's got a popped collar she's got this big jewelry big necklace and then her shirt is tucked into her jeans and it's a white on white and then she's got these like fun little boots on and you're like oh my god this is like (laughs) she she looks great So I mean, um, so yeah. that's Rita Marino from West Side yeah. Story, famous um, actor. Yeah, and she is uh, an egot. Wow, no fucking way! Yeah, cool. That's a good that's honor. A fucking egot. And now she's in the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, she, <laughs> she does very picture. little in this movie, so uh, part of me is like, "Ooh, that's kind of upsetting." <laughs> that you have an egot. <laughs> oh, that's just that's the poll that they got, man. <laughs> Helen Mirren, Helen Mirren will just show up for a little bit, and I mean, uh-huh. like, uh, like, uh, but here, here's what I think is like: if you're gonna show us all these montages of shit that we already know, instead, give me a montage of abuela like what's she been this doing outfit. oh like I, if <laughs> you would have just shown me a montage of all the things she's been getting into while the toretto's have been international like fucking smuggling crime fighting race car uh race car enthusiast oh my god i'm realizing vin's wearing sleeves in these pictures <laughs> Yeah, isn't that weird? For, yeah. for people who don't know, we're all sleeveless because of in support of Vin's allergy to sleeves. <laughs> well, so did The Rock take sleeveless shirts from him too? Oh, probably. Yeah, that's where the fight started. He was like, only yeah. one of us. Listen, somehow there was an agreement. It's so you're bringing up a point about the production of this movie that I kind of it's always funny to talk about because of how egotistical diesel is and like this is a movie that is filled to the brim with a-list actors so like we were joking about in the trailer about how it was seven minutes long and yeah it's like you have to you have it to was give four and a half minutes which already sounds great i mean you sound like <laughs> yeah. you're exaggerating but it was not far off it was four and a half minute trailer <laughs> uh but yeah so you have to give everybody their time and yeah so you're talking about uh going into this was the and it's egregious because it's such a last minute thing that is put into the movie that is so insider Hollywood shit where Vin and the rock have been at odds with each other and really don't like working with each other because uh, no surprise. Both of them think that they're like too big for their bridges, egotistical, don't like their attitude, whatever. And um, going into this, like I feel like production had all, had already wrapped on this movie and then there was um some reconciliation happened and i mean really uh-huh. what we're talking about too is that black adam didn't do well so so he needs to get back <laughs> into fast and furious I'm movies available. as quickly as possible because he needs to keep that juice going which That's what happened with Vin and like triple x and shit right <laughs> um, i Don't probably chronicles of reddick and stuff chronicles of reddick um uh, God and like, something. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, you go. No, no, no you go. 
<laughs> not going. Well, okay. So also then apparently the like Statham and The Rock aren't getting along well and shit. Oh. And, and Statham, uh, Statham and uh, Vin, like that's where having Hobbs and Shaw spinoff worked well for The Rock Great and Statham. But so then fun. I guess no in filming this, you know, this, they kept the, them all separate. Like it's like none of them want to be even on the same set together anymore. Like, uh, yeah, I'll be yeah, in my trailer. Right. <laughs> John Cena seems like he's ready double to play wide him. for my uh, John Cena. Just seems like the the easiest person to work with. Like, it seems like everybody gets along with that guy. I agree. But, I, but are, do you think that Vin Diesel ha- had John and Cena the Rock fucking hates Tyrese as well? But do you think do you think Vin Diesel purposely had uh, John Cena's character killed in this movie so that? Either the rock could come back, or so he doesn't have to share. share I have the no screen idea with the if the I, I mean, if it's yeah. like a power pull or, or or anything. I don't know what what that I, may be. I just that thought him I, I, adding like, stakes, I, I guess, and yeah. I thought it was crazy that they made John Cena's character suddenly likable. And I was gonna just bring they that up. Killed because, him off yeah. in the same movie, mm-hmm. like totally like, surprising to me. Like what? Because I like uh, him a lot too. I think he's. I don't know. I think he's. But he wasn't likable Funny. in the one before this. Like, he, he he was a totally different character. He was the villain, yeah. So, I mean, that's the yeah. thing. That, now he's like slapstick fun uncle and then dead, uh, dead so bananas at the end of the <laughs> movie. But, I, but yeah. I mean, that's like Statham, right, too. He was like, had dead an action bananas. scene protecting a baby in what, like seven or, or whatever it was. And he, before Let's that, he, he, he was the villain, you know, at some point <laughs> that as well. baby is little Brian in this movie. Yeah, so, right. That's like right. essentially yeah. nine, ten years have passed, and uh, that yeah. baby is supposed to be the one that's uh, that is in the ending of that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. Yeah, which well, his mother the- then is featured in this movie because it, we go to Rio de Janeiro <laughs> out yeah. of the tw- twelve locations that this movie has in it. Was, uh, was uh, auntie, did he was his original? Okay, that lady had a child with Vin Diesel. Without Vin Diesel knowing about, correct? Like, right? uh-huh. Yeah, and correct. then, yeah, and then. so that kid has a name, and then she dies, and he's just like, "We're calling him Little Brian." <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. like, fuck your name, kid. Like, you're this guy who's still alive. <laughs> oh, well, I don't think she said that she ever n- named him because of I think some type of like cultural thing where the father needs to name the child oh, or wow. some shit. <laughs> Could you imagine having a child for like, I don't know, five or six months and you don't call it a name at all? You're like, hey, baby. And Charlie's okay, Theron baby. kills her. Not yet. And, and then at the, end of the, Daddy. at the end of this movie, they're they're essentially teaming up. So it'll be interesting seeing how they reckon with that in, in the next one. But having a Joker come and supersede Charlie's Theron right off the bat. I, I was already kind of like thrown for a loop because she already was kind of the Thanos to me in this world. And yes, so to have like someone that's else what they were setting like, up. Yeah. Like, like push Thanos aside and have Thanos like work with them for a bit just was like, ah, this is getting a little too like convoluted and layered when I really like I re- I like her and she maybe overall in the end, maybe will still be a big bad and go back to, you know, maybe she's more of a Magneto or some shit like that. <laughs> Um, and where you just she's she, oh, like, oh, which okay. one? Oh, I don't know, Scarlet Witch. Wow. Um, she's actually more of a Magneto. <laughs> well, I feel like nerd alert. Got me. I feel like I'm, she's gonna can, be like. Th- there's like a lot the of world building in this movie for sure. 
There's uh, too much of everything in this movie, which is yeah. so funny because that's it's like a weird <laughs> it's weird critique because I know I that's what I come to expect out of these movies <laughs> is for them to be overstuffed with shit in it. And the through line now isn't weird. as fun on this one. I don't know. This yeah. time it was it was too it, the sausage was bursting at the seams like it was like yeah this, there's too much going on that. which is such a again a weird critique in this movie because yes. I would assume that people every time I tell somebody that oh yeah I love these Fast and Furious movies they probably think that in the back of their head they're like those movies are these overblown fucking stupid mess. movies <laughs> right yeah fucking messes and like no no they're cool they're cool they're cool there no, was an I'm, art to it there was an art to it at a time like when you uh, five six seven and then yeah, even yeah, in the eight they're five through seven that's out. that that's it, the sweet spot for sure as yeah. as they build that like that that legendary mythos where it's like we're gonna re we're gonna turn these people into and, and like no that progression is not slow it's pretty immediate and like holy <laughs> <Yeah>. shit but, <laughs> they become but, superheroes very quickly anything they, you can do in a car thought, they've done it <laughs> they've done it what are some of the oh but like there's things you should not be doing in a car that they've done as well. Yeah. Things that you pre well, thought previously po impossible to do in a car. They've also done those as well. And I have no idea what I'm saying. Cause it's like, what did I, am I saying they broke my suspension of disbelief at some point, but it's like they, the whole time they've been doing bonker shit. Like, uh, so like, I guess I can't say they jump a shark or anything like that, but it's just, it's it, right. But it's, but, it's weirdly too much in this where you're like, you're not doing well, you anything well. Directors and stuff too. You have, you have, sure. you, know, you have the past, the, the passing of the guard and stuff. And like, this is becoming one of those franchises, like the bond franchise where different people get to now take their spin on it. Yeah. Which kind of makes it a, degree. Like a, a but the, thematic but the through, mess between the through line is, is just oh, like, yeah, it's fun. weak because it's relying so much on five and this other family and villain that you've kind of done away with five movies ago and to reintroduce them in a way to make it as important as it felt in five is, is kind of hard and almost impossible when you already have a such a good villain and, and Charlize Theron and it almost kind of robs her uh, and kind of defangs her a little bit in my mind. And that's like really fucks with me because I like the idea of bringing people into the family. Always love that. That's a fun thing. And to have her be as close as she is just kind of annoys me because as crazy as Momoa is, he doesn't get as enough of a backstory because they're already busy do doing much exactly. all this other other bullshit. And you're just supposed to like <laughs> know that you're wow, to, how do you put him in a body bag? <laughs> you're supposed to but you're supposed to like they're relying on you like to know so much about five. And even if you do, it's like not necessary. And then when they build him or like the reason you wouldn't know about him leading up into this movie as well is because maybe they're also trying to hide uh fuck face McGee <laughs> being the, Jeez. Being, being the, the twist. He's got like end. 42 main characters. You can't throw that out there. I have no idea. <laughs> the guy, the guy that's like the There's big twist at the end that you find out it's like, <laughs> he was already going against Dom, but then you find out that he's, then you want it to be buddies with Dom, but then you find out he's against Dom in a different right. way. And it just, I don't mm -hmm. couldn't care about that whole. Oh yeah. Well, cause he's such a milk toast guy, but uh, okay. To backpedal a little bit. Cause I agree with you that there's, these are fundamental issues with this movie is so you don't really get a sense of what the dad that got killed was like, cause he says almost nothing in the movie. Right. So you don't know to like Danny's point earlier, like, 
why is Dante the way that he is? Sure, they do like kind of explain it away, saying like, oh, he's been like in and out of juvie and you know, oh, kind of yeah, life the on the streets. Shit. Well, his dad died in a car racing fire. <laughs> right. And then the then the like drug lord guy picks him up out of juvie, and right? He lost all his money because Dom burned it. He's the, Dom's the real joker because he's burning the money. I'm doing superhero references, purely superhero references. Oh, well, that's so great because I mean, Comic Con's this weekend. So, I mean, people, you know what? I get it. It's just that kind of, you know, that kind of vibe. That's what, uh, <laughs> that's what he does a lot. And I, I thought I got a kick out of that every single time. And when a villain just like is, he pulls up next to him and is just like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> and he just like does the <laughs> fart sound at him. And it's just yeah. like, He's, he's truly on wow, this is crazy he, yeah. yeah but then you, <laughs> but in what way in, in what direction and how like you just know that he's just generally crazy but like exactly. the joke the joker thing even then it was like he has this story that he shifts and changes depending on the situation and that tells you like at least a little little something uh but he, like jason momo is just fucking bananas that's all um, yeah, I, mean, like, I think that like that's where the, like if you're gonna explore that part of him, because there's that whole scene like if we can't talk more about this without talking about the scene where he's like interviewing yeah. those two. Corpses, yeah, let's jump around. Like, there's he's no got wanna ju- you want to jump around or do you guys want to take it beat by beat? I got let's, I pretty much got go, it beat by beat. We can go beat around, by beat but to get there, but I'm saying like uh, all right, yeah, let's go beat by beat because really like you know we'll get to the. We fucking, cannot do every beat though. No, this, this we a, cannot this do every beat, but we've already no, talked about the beginning saga. of this movie, so we don't need to do the cold opening. We all get it. You know, it's a rehashing of the end of five. Charlize uh, shows up at at the family house. I mean, let's yeah, there we go. Okay. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, 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 okay, that's, so that's, she has this line that was crazy to me it's like right off the bat insane oh shit she goes uh where's it met the devil tonight always thought it was me kind of disappointing <laughs> whoa oh, it's <laughs> the dialogue in this wow. movie man i don't what know just justin lynn was on a good one that's like a haiku. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, is like, this is malignant level stuff though and it works well in like a b horror movie like it's supposed to be kind of like sure. a b horror movie where it's like these yeah platitudes like you're saying and just kind of generic sort of speak and but this is just the, uh, some of the line like one of those dom domisms at the beginning that he says to little b is no one starts at the finish line <laughs> yeah well i mean and then also at the beginning oh, before the movie starts what? one of the uh, companies presenting the movie is called one race Yes, uh-huh. right. I wanted to talk about this. How is so, that not yeah, seen yeah. as any sort of like problematic yeah, for yeah. them like making that? Because that's and then oh, that a, is such a race, Vin they have race wars it, earlier in, in, the, I, in the series. So I don't know. It was like adamant about like, oh, let's bring it back, race wars. Like in like the the fourth movie or fifth movie is like we're going back to race wars, yeah. and then he's like, and just to double down, I'm going to make my production company one race like. Ooh, nobody's telling this guy no that like the yeah. thing is he's gotten to so many places by everyone saying yes dude and the people he but doesn't like, like usually leave right if, if he was like hey what do you guys think about the name Nothing one bad. i'd be like uh it's been done before and like uh, it's not yeah. a good look man like, not like, a good oh, look. No, man. like 
Yeah, like uh, it, it, <laughs> it blows my mind. That kind, of, that level of like, like just so. Okay, oblivious. so this I've read about Vin is like if you were to press him, like that's his philosophy. Is he's like, you know, what I would like to see in the world is that we all just become one race of people, and he like in in the sense of like we're all. Together. Okay. and and not that like, also like a wipeout and genocide. not like a yeah not like a nazi aryan thing in um, a more like that's mixed and fuck everybody way i guess like, well oh yeah i mean in a good way i don't know like i hear what you're we're saying. all humans right i mean his intentions like, i think are good with it but you're right the execution of it is very weird and silly yeah. and uh it can be very much taken the wrong way <laughs> well also i mean race. another something similar to that too that always kind of cracks me up is that vin presents himself as being biracial in like such a like can't put a pin on it type thing where when they introduced the abuela i was like wait so he's mexican <laughs> like i thought he was italian honestly like, Dom Toretto. Or, well, and, then, and then the videos of his dad are so like like distorted and like 70s film greasy and stuff mm-hmm. so you're like I, I don't know. It's just a guy in a car. Yeah, right. <laughs> I guess that could be anybody. Like, do they, they do get into that in like the, the, the last like, one, they the have flashbacks. That's like the first, first time they and have like, a lot of flashbacks in nine where it's like showing him and John Cena as kids with their dad. And, and stuff then like, do, that. Who plays like, I can't, I forget. In Danny my memory, Trejo? In- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Danny god, Butler? that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um, like, uh, who knows? Like, uh, but, but, but uh, like, wait, is, it, is the abuela like she's? We don't have to get hung up on the abuela. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring. <laughs> Uh, bring that bring that yeah, no, <laughs> yeah we can move on we Char- can move on charlie's <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to, i'm trying to think of what kind it was of wonderful like I, I can't wait to see her in is there in is every... there another like uh movie that you can think of like the bad guy coming in and like wounded and being like i need help i don't know i'm, I'm trying to think of another movie but yeah whatever it seemed it seemed like uh, a like an espionage kind of spy movie thing um well, you, and then they get sent on this mission to italy roman wants to be the one to head it up Rome, Roman, Romy, Roman, ramen, no. ramen noodles. <laughs> they, oh, they, do, I, uh, they gotta do it. They do a lot of that, and that it's was not funny. Bomb. <laughs> I, not, yeah, no, they should have put a fart sound at the end of that. Did you watch? <laughs> I was doing. Did you that watch a lot. the interviews with like uh, with Vin Diesel before it came I out? Did. And yeah. Uh, and it seemed like that's honestly a Vin joke that he he strong armed into the movie and every and again to your point, Danny's no one's gonna tell him no because that's not a, I, I feel like that could be a Tyrese thing too. And then there's yeah. and then there's this moment where he's in the garage and he's having this solemn moment where I'm like, well, this movie is taking its time. Uh, but he's like, take he's taking a look at all the pictures. I don't know that, one. that sounds awesome. <laughs> and and I was like, they're all like nice pictures and of course of Paul Walker and all that stuff. But some of them, I'm like. How did they get who was taking these pictures? Because they're literally just pictures from past movies. There's a sh- movie picture of a shot of like the cameras outside of the car. <laughs> and like looking yeah. in this, I'm like, who's taking that picture as it's like driving and stuff? Like, <laughs> and it was just cracking me up that yeah, they all look worn in and stuff. I'm like, those are professionally done. 
pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, also too. And then, I mean, and then the, the music swelled up, and it. I was convinced he was going to start singing for a moment. Then then Abuelita shows up and oh. starts talking, but the music's like swelling, and he's looking at pictures, and he's, I no, want exactly. you to stay. <laughs> I, I, I felt a moment right there, like yeah, his garage, his right back to his garage soliloquies that he was given. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch those? Like the like uh he's yeah. posted a lot of like uh-huh. yeah in his oh yeah garage. yes yeah his pool house yeah <laughs> it's the backyard we pool house we yeah we've oh we've definitely talked about it yeah i don't know if we've talked about it on mic but i we might i'm i don't know we might have but yeah there's videos that you can go check out on youtube of vin diesel in his pool house doing these very very moody performances of like rihanna songs and shit and it's Somebody made Insane. the joke that time his wife goes to the store, he's just like sneaking on there. And yeah. Like, <laughs> but and yeah, it, like, uh, his kids are just embarrassed as hell by him that he does those, this. Those and his interviews off camera are very odd. Like he he is he's an odd honest, person, but he's a very genuine, honest yeah. person though. Like uh, uh, apparently he's like a dungeon master too. He's really into Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, him and Paul Walker played WoW when the in like the first movie they were playing like wow together in their trailer and shit and just like yeah dunking That's on so noobs fun. and being cool and like uh, in like a, in it, stars it, it, at the same time kind of genuine dork um so uh, they go to rome um what do we think of uh of rome where they release a metal ball bomb into the streets and you that, know when i saw that james I was like, James probably loves this because you're a big, uh, what's that car game? The Rocket League. It reminded me of Rocket League. Oh, a lot. <laughs> I did not think of that at all. Man. I've been playing a little Rocket League lately. And uh, yeah, that's that's a fair fair comp. But you know, if it was just it was a video fine, game, I don't know. <laughs> if there was a mini game of this like scenario in Rome of like this giant explosive ball rolling through the streets of Rome and you're using a car to stop it. I would play that video game a lot. Like you have, you're on. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody out there listening, go make that video game for (laughs) please. Thank you. (laughs) There's a whole Kickstarter that that we can get. I I would play the shit out of that dude. And Um, like, fucking. I'm just saying like, uh, 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 that Rome scene took, somebody saying pinball with like yeah, cars, or cars. right absolutely it's just the thing that frustrated me about that scene is that the whole like bomb diffusal turning off and on shit was so confusing to me mm-hmm. and like how it caught on fire but didn't explode was so weird because like i they set up the stakes like oh this is a huge fucking bomb so then when it caught on fire it's like oh these they're all dead and then it just ends up just staying on fire because of like do you guys remember like why there's like some signal jamming is that what the deal is yeah i mean i stuff like that those large explosives i'm not sure if they're f- technically flammable to be honest like c4 and shit <laughs> i'm not sure if it's like actually like flammable and or you need like a ch- some sort of charge uh okay but to go isn't it is it what do they call it is it called a neutrino bomb or whatever uh, oh I, something yeah something I, I silly know. that that fucking that uh Ludacris knows like from off the rip oh my looks God, at that, it, clocks it and he's he like, goes, bleep, bleep, oh, bleep, 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 <laughs> it's a N95 uh, mask. And <laughs> oh my what? Yeah. <laughs> Luda, what do you mean? <laughs> um, but, but I just can uh, I... But, yeah. but, but Brandon, to be real for a second, like, you know, uh, 
a a a large implosive explosive bomb like then like the outside can be on fire it's not like it's not like nitro or like it's not i don't like think a, that is true like okay. <laughs> are you ludicrous are you a bomb expert <laughs> i think i think it's fair to say none of us know for sure but i just i, I was let's thinking, put that you know, statement out there we i just don't i don't think <laughs> I, for brand i don't think it's like just a bunch of dynamite all in there that if you light on fire is going to blow up i might be a little bit more like circuitry involved and stuff where you just don't like <laughs> well, light, light it on fire and then it it explodes you know but the Shame. level of my, my knowledge is like the in the but this stand. is a big dumb movie so who fucking knows they don't they sure as hell don't so they they didn't talk about it nearly as much as we're talking about it right now no, like, light it on fire who fucking cares it'll blow up later right see a flaming giant flaming ball going down the streets of rome and then oh, oh my god but then we really is- see dante in his element and some of the lines he's throwing out left and right like i okay i just kind of want to like start the conversation here with you guys Please. about his performance and whether you like it or not like just generally and what you do and you don't like about it because i think if he wasn't as unhinged as he is even though there's no explanation for it which is a bummer it is like a kind of is the best part of this movie agreed right? agreed <laughs> yeah no this movie would suck without it agreed like, right. if, if, if he was the stoic and yeah. having fun as well because very, of it. but i don't think he knew that this movie wasn't gonna uh, like what i'm saying is like that just takes it's gotta be so what? tough to know because you read the script and you're so, like this is insane and then you then you get on set like, with Vin, and he's like read. bringing you the shakespearean performance you're like wait a minute like what is the tone of this movie i'm so thrown off by what you're giving me and what i'm reading it's not fleshed out and he's just being told unhinged and have fun and he and does and 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 we have fun as well but it's the reasoning and the depth behind it isn't fully there. And even if it is something like Joker where he, his whole thing is chaos that doesn't really ring home. Cause he does want revenge. He does care. He cares about the revenge of his family, but that never even really fully comes through about his love and, and that like, and like how much he admired and cared about his father even, and how much he cared about his family and all that stuff. Well, uh, but him wanting to take Dom's family, like that is, that is a pretty good, uh, motive motivation and how mm-hmm. how he supplants Charlize is my own issue um but I, overall his like his his craziness is fun he slices a dude's throat and drinks the blood i mean what? yeah <laughs> i was i just was like wow oh, look, yeah. look at that and he just makes like like 80s like fucking b movie shit <laughs> yeah like, I, i'm here for it it's yeah, it, it, yeah right. it's exciting because the but it yeah, is kind of like villain of the week a little bit you can already feel of just like oh well if mm-hmm. charlise can move aside and he can step in who can i really bank on being actually like the true evil fucking villain that's not gonna either change totally. or, or commiserate with right. it Else, we're not such a misstep there yeah because yeah. i mean following it should have been at least I, I don't know would have been mm-hmm. better for me, but. so little happens with her in this movie she really just gets into uh, like three fights and mm-hmm. that's about it like sure they well, are now together with Ma- Ma- uh, michelle rodriguez so that kind of puts them together and then puts them in like antarctica or whatever and so yeah like i guess great now that team is together and they're figuring stuff out but what are they fucking figuring out just getting home is that really their whole mission and why do we give a shit why Charlize theron needs to get home or go back to whatever that like, the ending of this movie was kind of like huh okay 
but so I mean, if we, if we can wrap up on Rome, I guess, because they and I, oh, can yeah. I can I say one other thing too? I made I was telling Brandini this, but I made a kind of a grave error where I watched the first half of this movie, got kind of like exhausted a bit, and then paused it, and then you know was like, oh, I'll finish it before the podcast. In between that time, I went and saw. I had to bring my car in to get to get fixed, and and while I was doing that, I went and saw fucking mission impossible dead reckoning part one. And that was a bad move because it just showed this movie up on every level. <laughs> yeah, just suplex really? yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> on everything. Right. And it has a Rome car chase, which is a fucking <laughs> awesome, funny, amazing car chase wow. where, and it uses that car, uh, the yellow Fiat from, uh, Castle Kigurioso, whatever the Miyazaki movie, it mm-hmm. it's like a little reference to that because he's driving this little tiny uh, yellow Fiat, and then you get you know this is a funny this bit. like uh, crazed henchwoman uh, kind of eh, not really femme fatale, just a henchwoman who's played by uh, Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know, I don't know the actress's name, but mm-hmm. she is it's so good and reminds me of like a James Bond like. I don't know what's uh who's the one that gets blown up with the pen never and never say never again I think it is is it that one just like or is it or the or even Goldeneye fought is it Fatima and Goldeneye uh, yeah like yeah. kind of her kind of just like a wow you don't really know why she's crazy but Zinia on the top Zinia yeah you don't really you, you don't really Zinia. need to know you know she's just like woo watch out and that has a character in the new mission possible too as well. I don't know. I, I could go on and on the dialogue, the setup, the espionage, everything. And it's a two parter as well. You already know going in and it, uh, and then I went back and finished this movie and I was like, Oh man, <laughs> this is, this is kind of rough in, in comparison, but still, still fun in its own way too. I love the music, the hip hop, like music drops in, in this shit is like, I don't know, going from like, Ooh, new location. Really? cool music like, oh i don't know there's something cool and fun about that uh, i just i'm it sorry gets, but the it, music it for me drives me nuts because it's so like generic boring like you know um well, but then like, like we don't know. yeah we're in the city or like some bullshit <laughs> that's like you're excited this, yeah. welcome to the city at this moment in time though like <laughs> we could all close our eyes and imagine a fast and the furious scene transition where if you were say we're about to go to rio de janeiro if you close your eyes burr, it's, burr. Gonna like, it's gonna be like yeah sh- that then shot up like a uh, uh, up close hot butt cheek yeah and then i hit the wrong horn oh. i hit the sad horn <laughs> i'm like what are you doing to me am i, uh, am I getting is, yeah like, you're, you're, am i time like all right guys <laughs> put him on <Sorry>. timeout. <laughs> okay i'm done i'm done all right i'm so, done somebody uh, also like every single thing in the soundboard that 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 you guys have programmed is also to make somebody feel like <laughs> <laughs> the air horn is the one thing that's like oh 80 percent of them are like oh i feel terrible <laughs> i mean there's a there's a little there you go, a little, there's a little clap there you go a little, a little that's, yeah. that's worse <laughs> that makes you feel worse oh is it, it's condescending it's a little patronizing um i love uh, okay did you guys there's a delorean in this movie did you guys notice the delorean 
Is that what's a new DeLorean? It was like, it's a new DeLorean. It says DeLorean on the front of the car. And I'm like, is that a fucking DeLorean? Was it in the Rio race? Ah, Where was it? I think it was to feature a electric vehicle. And uh, it's actually progressive. (laughs) It it is. (laughs) And it's Charlize Theron's vehicle that she uses to get from like, of course, yeah. the scene of like whatever to go to run Lightning into the blood on Vince's mailbox. <laughs> it's the most trivial moment in time because of all like the, the like malignant or some shit bullshit uh-huh. that just happened and then is about to happen. Um, yeah. So this is the DeLorean right here. It looks pretty cool. Oh yeah, it does look like a spaceship. It does look fucking cool. Like Des immediately wanted one. Like we're. You know you gotta have the doors open up like that. Yeah, like a. They still call them like suicide. They're not called suicide doors, right? I feel, I feel like that's going. Really, no, that's probably insensitive. Doors the, suicide doors are where just like the it Kennedy doors, like this. No, uh-huh. no, suicide do- doors go like this. You, they open one out and the other out, and there's no. Uh, like suicide doors are so easy. Well, that's side. how doors work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the thing is, Instead of a car opening like this and then like this, this is like that. Yes. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Like well, I, uh... I, I'm not able to put into words what I was trying to say, but uh, no, suicide doors are like a swing open instead of a this yeah. opens. This opens and there's a plunky bar right here. Mm. Right. It, it's a very elegant. These both open. Mm. Yeah. Elegant. Yeah. Oh. It is. Sounds like, like you got the hots for these suicide doors. <laughs> yeah, as far as car design goes, like there's not really a vehicle out there that doesn't look already good, and that's why they do it because it's it's it, it to for, to for the body and chassis to support the weight that it needs to. If you can't do that, then those create a very big like uh, like engineering problem with the car. I'm glad we got car talk in the Fast X episode. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Dude, me too. We, we got the yeah. word chassis in here. This is we're, like, we know what we're, what we're doing. Wow, we're hitting all the yeah. We're doing it right, boys. Well, uh, okay. They like scrape a dude's bought? head in an elevator. At some part I remember that. There, oh, that's uh, there's some bad ADR in this movie. Like the Eastwood boy like turns around mm. in the house and is like he's like oh like you assume that they're gonna go to they have to go save them in Rome because it's a fake mission. He turns his head and he's like. Looks like we have to go to Rome. No, we assumed we did not yeah, like, we did not need to say that. Like we got it. It was like the test audiences didn't know where they were we're going. going to Rome now. And like, oh yeah. And then did you guys notice when uh what's her is Miss Sandy from Game of Thrones? Uh yeah. what, she has this line and can you help me decipher what she means? buy it and 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 the delivery and everything like i just don't understand she like tells luda something because they have a little rivalry in the tech tech side of things (laughs) roles of things and she says something and oh she yeah when she's talking about cars i think it was was like she's Mm -hmm. like oh that's not gonna work right i forget what she's because they're talking about the so tyrese has a the gold like uh, I, God, what is it like? The Ferrari, shiny, or, shiny yeah, car, the yeah. shiny gold car, and then oh, uh, Han okay. has the like old school car, uh-huh. and then she's like, based on the yes, engines, yeah. that this will handle better, which is uh, you yeah. know better for this situation. And then so everybody's like, wait, she says that, and then Luda's like, huh? 
And she's like, that's right. I know stuff now. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Can you tell Yuck. me what that line means? Of her being like, I know about cars and stuff because before she was all, she was all happy. She's on latex, yeah. She's like, she like knows but she says stuff. She doesn't know I know cars. I know stuff. Because it's such a like internet speak vernacular shit yeah. where that's what that's what the kids say almost like didn't like you it. know yeah I I do things and know stuff it has I, yeah I don't know where that it's exactly from it just but I've established heard it something like now as in something happened and now I know stuff I'm like what happened what changed why do you know stuff I now think, I guess you just spend yeah. more time around cars okay whatever uh, well and then and then don't forget that right after that line then Luda goes will you marry me. <laughs> Mm. like oh dude come on it's sexist in like two ways (laughs) yeah everybody Uh, loses (laughs) and then uh romans reflects the sun perfectly into uh some guy's eyes and that was that was pretty pretty interesting perfect perfect timing uh did we reveal that the little like uh the little car it has a little bit it has a little a, a little tej yeah a little yes. ludicrous on it that was and pretty fun i like the little car that's driving around yeah, it was fun too like, yeah and its use was fun in that but here's the thing like, like, what, what, what did it do it like it shot up into the underside like smoke right like uh-huh. tear gas that's fun well, yeah. yeah what was the show cool. for me is where like uh like fucking ludicrous and 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 uh uh, 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 Ramsey is her name. Yeah, Ramsey. Ludacris and Ramsey are sitting there talking about what's happening and everything, like they can fucking see it. And this because Luda has this screen on it. It's so funny to me from a production standpoint because right. instead of them, like all it is is them on a ledge in a sound studio, and then they just have to like they're just like kind of spinning the camera around to create like energy there. But it's just two people fucking standing on a balcony with a, a remote controller that has a video, <laughs> on it. and then they're just like yelling into their mic or you know uh, into their little uh, fucking <laughs> radios <laughs> about like. i would love to see a behind the scenes of this movie you're right like now that i'm like really picturing that like uh that that a lot of sound stages i assume with with a lot lot of stuff yeah i'm sure at this point the production and i'm sure because of vin making it such is yeah like well now you have people there's a lot of times where you can easily tell that it's a cgi screen around it that it doesn't look good you know it's just like uh dante on top of the um like i don't it is it's almost like a clock towerish type thing and that's where he's conducting all of Mm. his shit with the bomb which man has some crazy security detail he just has the two hacker guys i'm like wow you don't have any like guys around to watch you (laughs) i was kind of no, and he has to make a point himself. leaving too of like, hey, rem-, which cracks me up because it's another thing of like creating the audience. Forgot, like they're yeah. idiots. <laughs> know, they're just, he leaves after he leaves them too, and he's like, just remember, guys, I have your children. The audience is like, right, you're like, oh, yeah, because then he absolutely, <laughs> yeah, that plot device was also well. I mean, but also like, I will say it was very like simple and to the point. I mean, yeah, uh, like that's what people are gonna do. But man, for, if all of them didn't have ability to like see and whatever, who the fuck brings their like you know who's who brings their phone with them on a fucking like 
shoot like you're on a black ops mission you're gonna have like your phone next to you and shit like that like nah dude like you probably shouldn't take your phone into this thing <laughs> so much uh, there's too much tech stuff in this it really drives me nuts because it's some of the worst oh when all stuff. the guys have to answer that, their phone when yes, Charlize like, is <laughs> like uh like oh. when you watch an analog movie in the the way like an 80s 90s movie where like their plot devices at least like once you bring like Oh, cell phones well, into it it becomes so boring dumb. well it's like <laughs> you're I, like oh because computer and it's like e- that that how can uh, no one wins that way like it's not Dude. interesting it's not fun it's never right. fun to watch somebody it, it's great to have a tech guy that you can be like somebody over there is doing this a lot mm, but sure, don't it gets it. drag yeah. any any of us into that like you're never gonna make that interesting unfortunately like look you <sighs> Uh, like it drives me nuts programming go for it but like it's not gonna be fascinating to like you know uh, to bring people into and they've tried to do it time and time again yeah. How do we get into this though? Like, uh, no, it's well, okay. Let's, so, no, like, let's speaking move on. of, like, to, see, yeah, to, I mean, to end like <laughs> I, Rome. This has nothing to do with Fast and Furious. They didn't do this at all. Because I mean, we still got. I mean, we've, we've been, we've been we, yeah, we got already. So, I mean, to, I mean, to wrap up Rome, I just remember the Michelle Rodriguez motorcycle stunt was pretty cool, where uh, yeah. she does that little like stop and then flippy flippy over the over the thing. Um, and then how she also gets off that motorcycle is really sick where like kind of shoots and slides from underneath her and then she goes into walking like Uh, it's like from the ground and then she's like I forget that it was was awesome yeah like how they even filmed that was like god and then she's the one that gets busted and then it almost takes her completely out of the movie the rest of the time you know, because she's in this, like, yeah. Charlie's there and her crazy. in these weirdo jails that. Okay. Don't, so you don't remember care. we watched that movie? You guys, you guys made me watch that Crimes of Future. Oh, yeah. Crimes of the Future. Yeah. Cronenberg uh-huh. movie. <laughs> See, that- you still haven't forgotten it, right? It's like it Whoa. burns in your brain. Well, then they're sitting there in that room and there's like a fucking, like, like a laser surgery machine right there exactly that's, that I becomes that part of my notes yeah i was like what is like, this room whoa like <laughs> I, well and it's just like that's like becoming a theme in movies of like animatronic surgery machine since goldfinger like, like i was just saying like, yeah. i don't want you to talk mr bond i want you to yeah. die <laughs> like now they're getting like 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 that like that new like that that new new zhuzh that's freaking yeah that out. laser robot zhuzh <laughs> like scared and like honestly you guys tapped on to something that like i'm not scared of a lot of movies or anything but like when you guys when i watch that crimes of the <laughs> crimes future, of the future. Thing, mm-hmm. that fucked with me a little bit <laughs> yeah, like, that's like that that's that cronenberg guy it's yeah you can, you can blame like, him there's not a lot of blood that comes from it or whatever no it, you know, it's just a lot of not, open no open like cavities right. in human bodies that you hear like organs squishing around it well, it's disgusting really i'm saying i'm not even that's not even it it's i, I don't like the feeling of a machine cutting me all open and shit uh-huh. when they when they had it on like auto slice and they're just like laying there like kind of like casually talking to each other and fucking or whatever uh-huh. and then that thing is just slicing them up like all okay. willy 
That we've lost um, everybody. Nobody, not everyone has, has, yeah. seen, has seen this. Movie. Yeah. Let's get let's get back to Fast Ten. Let's get uh, yeah. Please, <laughs> thank you, James. <laughs> please, yeah, we got a lot of hey, plot together. Made me watch that movie, and here we are. I am like, not like, making you can talk about it further. So let's <laughs> yeah, continue. Yeah. You are making us talk about it. Uh, yeah. so, so someone says we're one barbecue and a beer away from corruption. Oh, whatever. Because <laughs> Brie Larson's Brie Larson starts yeah. to join. Brie Larson in this movie. Side. Let's get into and that. Because oh. you just got to talk about this like warehouse fucking set where they go into exposition <laughs> land. This is called exposition exposition land where these two characters in the yeah. void get everybody on the same page before we move on to the second half of the movie. Uh, uh-huh. which is just a quarter of a larger, you know, two part fucking series yeah. that you don't know right. is going to be the case. Um, this and then this, this set is awful. That's all I got to say. Uh, this, this whole part, so I was much. checked out. I was like, actually like yeah. viscerally rejecting what I was seeing on screen. Cause uh-huh. it looked so bad and it looked like unfinished and it looked like just, there's no way any of this is real. And I was pissed off that Kurt Russell wasn't around. I mean, I, Brie Larson was, I thought Brie Larson was fine in this movie. Like she fits, she, she, she fits like the nobody side of things like that whole world. No, and she's good. she's really good at action. I don't know. She like, she's, she is. Yeah. When she jumps on that car in the end with the yeah. gun, I was like, cool. Yeah. Wow, Brie, yeah. Get in. And then she also kicks those guys' ass. Dude. I, oh, the bar, man. Yeah, okay. I, to go back into wardrobe talk. So, she wears in Naples, I think is where the bar is. Like, so oh. just to, yeah, to uh, specifically talk about where we are in the story is Brie it Larson. It ain't no Roman holiday, go- Brandon. Sorry, it ain't. That, uh, well, that's when that's. Uh, anyways. Um, Helen I, I just what was I going to say? I'm sorry, Brandon. Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, the, like, oh, the leather, like, the leather jacket. Yes. No, Dan- hold on, Danny. Danny, hold on. The lab boots, I gotta get this out. Uh, the, yeah, the leather jacket that she has on it, it says uh what is it? It's don't kill my vibe or oh I can uh, totally see no it. chill vibes only. Sorry, gotcha. chill vibes only. Cool. And I was obsessed with that jacket because it's so silly to me that somebody has that. Um oh, in yeah, this bottle of wine or something right <laughs> she works for like some secret organization and that's her jacket, <laughs> that's her jacket. and so then there's actually a story about the jacket is that vin's daughter wore that jacket and he loved it so much that he had to put it he had to make it of up course <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's Producers just out oh, of control producing yeah she's got to wear that fucking jacket it's so um, cool right look at my daughter she looks so cool in it <laughs> you can uh, and then, you can also buy that jacket it just doesn't have the uh uh the chill vibes on it but there it's labeled from the company uh as the fast or the brie larson or like oh, the really? fast and the furious <laughs> yeah. jacket and oh, there's like, plenty of stuff like that i'm just surprised there's no coronas yet yeah they're right. probably sold out good for them and i want one now like i'm gonna get one for my daughter <laughs> she i like yeah i like her outfit yeah and jumping on that too. car was was dope um uh who says game recognizes game i don't fucking that was silly oh, let's go yeah. to let's go to rio de janeiro and uh, and go Another into uh a race a car race that's fun right uh-huh. we get a car we get a car race is like the best spot that they always pop into as far as like a like this uh, is the five connection is- right i can see why they wanted yeah. to go back but exactly, they, like, yeah. 
I mean, how many times have they hit upon it though? Like, you know, they when they tap into Rio, it's always like it's an easy thing. Look like at be the beginning like, of six; they were there too, yeah. Because yeah, leading after five, he's kind of like still with her at the beginning of six, and maybe it's seven. Six, I don't know. Six or seven, the one where it starts out with like the backwards racing hot rod through the streets of Rio, like for his his like. I think that's nine. I think that's the last one. We're like the flashback like, thing. No, no, oh. no, no. Where it starts like this he's is gonna, in we're like gonna get in the weeds Cuban, about this. No, they're in Cuba. That's where it was. That was Cuba. They're in like a Cuban uh-huh. street race. Yeah, five like, is all that stuff, and then he's like still with her. I think at the beginning of six or seven, and um, yeah, I, I think but, it's a great spot. No, I think Rio flashback to too. Uh, uh, huh? uh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh no, uh, I'm just. I'm just saying, like as 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 different, like uh, throughout the series, like uh, there's like uh, different spots, but like Rio, I'm I'm trying to like understand the the connection between him and the like distant cousin that they introduced us to. Uh, that's his uh, lady's sister. Are you talking about? Yep. Yep. Okay. So his his late his baby mama's sister, and that's the aunt of his little baby. No, but I mean like the the cousin street racer that they're with the dude we, i don't think we've ever met i him think before. i think everyone else has okay. introduced that that night and uh he's new and fresh too uh-huh i think to my knowledge i don't remember yeah, five a lot but same. uh this uh sister like is a new character been. there's a history between a lot of characters in this movie that isn't expressed until they come into the view and they're like, Oh, Hey brother, I've known you my whole life. John Cena, come on in. And even when John Cena and Jordana Brewster, you like, Hey, see, Hey, how you doing sister? Oh, see you later sister. It's like, Oh yeah. You almost forget that they're brother and sister. Cause they barely established that in the last one either. Um, but this race scene, I think it was, and the at least the especially the lead up to it was one of the funner parts of the movie too. And this anytime you know you're you cut to night race, I think that's always like a highlight of these movies and hasn't really gotten old. And uh him rolling up with his whole crew in a genie outfit was the best. My favorite outfit was his purple favorite genie outfit. outfit. Absolutely. Yes. And I, I could sense that he actually his body was moving differently in that outfit. Uh Like when you have a, I don't know. It's like the, is that the Seinfeld episode with like the jacket? You just feel different and like a nice jacket. You can do things differently. And the outfit is wearing him. Yes. Thank you, Brad. (laughs) Yes. And he's like sashaying around and stuff. It's, it's great. I'm Dante Enchante. Oh, yes. Sashay, sashay. Oh man. His glasses too are behind him. And he Dude, does the fun. arms around everyone's guns is such a cool image. Like, I, oh, got that image I, la- right here. I love that, dude. That shit is, is so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so just like the- crazy and fun and like adds to the character and is like iconic sort of thing that I, you know, I don't know. I'm going to think of that image when I think of this movie. Okay. Uh, absolutely. And I mean, like there's, that like it's i mean this movie it, it, like a set it, like especially is starting to feel in that moment where it's bumping up against like how much of like what i am like kind of laughing at and laughing with mm. is also starting to like collapse in on itself and like i'm i'm concerned about the franchise 
in that way is like I think they've they've cashed a lot of checks and banked on their own energy for so long, mm-hmm. but they're losing subs. Uh, they they're losing track of like what they even need to do anymore. I agree. Yeah, this I agree. Not bang- Sorry to get real for a second. No, it's it's from- it's continuing to expand this balloon, and I think that's troublesome when they do need to start turning the corner. Yes, <laughs> and wrapping it up a little bit. And this does not feel like wrapping it up. They introduce a new fucking villain instead of wrapping up the Charlize Theron thing. Charlize Theron takes. I keep harping on. I keep harping on that, but it's like they're adding more, and it's just like, oh, this needs to be wrapping up here and maybe you have the stakes of his brother dying but his brother just got introduced in nine so it's just like i don't know you maybe get rid of start killing off some legacy characters man get real even with michelle even the ones that they do kill they're bringing back like michelle rodriguez they brought back in whatever seven six seven and uh for the the returns at the end of this movie was like exciting in some ways but also kind of like uh, how are we going to get this on track here a little bit? Cause it's just expanding, expanding. And it's going to, it's going to pop folks. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I'm still, I'm still overall having fun. It's just, I agree with you, Danny, where I think it is taking a turn into more convoluted and less, uh, viewpoint into an ending and just expanding the, the universe more and more. And I'm not sure they know, what's happening if vin is just calling the shots of like you know what let's do a couple more when he wanted it to end end it earlier and he just continues to push it further on doesn't tell me that they have a doesn't want to go clear identified ending even in, in place or how, how they want to do it but um you know i'm yeah. yeah overall still having fun this uh race happens uh you can't buy the streets was one of the lines can't buy the streets uh <laughs> During the race, the whole time in my mind, I'm like, someone's got to be rolling up as a drive-by crooner anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Just like like Vin looking over at him, just being drive-by crooner. (laughs) No, you're not. Oh, you got to go faster. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, I was thinking a lot during this movie and maybe it was particularly at this point, uh, this field, this felt more Michael Bay than any of the other ones have ever felt. I don't know. This was like, Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I can understand where you get that. Yeah. Cause I made a note of that on a couple of situations where the camera does stuff where it'll be like really up high and then it'll like come way down and like zoom in. (laughs) There was one, I think I wrote it down as like shot goes up in the air. This was in Italy goes up in the air, then comes back down to mm. the manhole cover and then goes through the manhole cover into the sewers where they cool. are. And I was like, oh. <laughs> see. That's yeah, such yeah. a fucking cheesy thing, them going into the sewer. I was like, they really just pulled that right there. That's like the most <laughs> yeah, like cartoonish. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like, like Looney Tunes. Why, so, does it, why does it say not spanks banks i don't even remember anymore there's because more. of the money oh we could talk about oh, i just don't even want to talk no, about it's because i have i hate that scene so much with fucking pete davidson and that it's just oh, like yeah. his energy is weird oh. like because he's a yeah. bad guy which is dumb a dumb move he's supposed to be in control of the london underground underground yeah right and he 
So he's supposed to be in control of something like uh, very large and serious or whatever, but then he's like the, the black market, I guess. But like, yeah, you're right. Like he should and be a mobster. Instead, he is like very hunched over. I'm like, did somebody be like, you're too tall? You have to because uh, there's so much of him where he's just on the computer and it seems like he's like really hunched over. <laughs> and um, you look like God, a high schooler and just... 42 at the same time. <laughs> well, <laughs> What I'll say that, is such a cool hair, like his bleached hair, right? I think his hair is bleached in that. It just looks so, maybe, you know, so cool. Maybe this, <laughs> maybe this played in England really well, though. Oh, yeah, just crush. Yeah, I doubt it. They <laughs> <laughs> all love Jason Satham. Yeah, they're I mean, big yeah. Davidson fans over on the other side of the pond. The Jason Satham Han fight, I thought something about cool. the editing and the, and the fighting isn't the best, but it was still fun to have them reconcile their differences and that seemed like kind of fan service but also it paid off for me a little bit of like oh they are still kind of pissed at each other and then they get to fight it out and then and then join sides at the end and fight against common enemy that was fun that was like a night and then a nice little like jason statham uh reprieve i I guess and to have him show up was was cool um and there's oh i also have here there's three suicide squatters in this movie uh Mm. there's let's see john cena there's okay. uh auntie to little b is rat catcher two and then fuck who was the other one damn there was someone else why am i not thinking it are you talking about jordana brewster no the sister to baby mama oh god i got it mm-hmm. is uh rat catcher damn it who's the other one why am i why am i blanking whatever i'll think of it Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. I'm Thank actually... you. Pete Davidson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That is funny. That's we why we really I, talked right about John john cena and that whole thing because i actually enjoyed that of the movie the, the, their parts together because i thought it was yes. really fun and, and nice agree. and john it was cena a, and little brian and, and, john, and little b john yeah cena's funny, i loved man. it yes. he's funny yes actually like just as much as you're saying you needed uh jason momoa you also that's where mm-hmm. uh adds a lot of emotional weight to it you know the choice to kill off just when he was getting fun and cool mm-hmm. to kill off John Cena just felt it, it, it leaves a weird taste in your mouth because it seems almost disingenuous. Like we had to make him really likable. So then that way killing him is a bigger deal. And also and it, have, and- it says they're scared to actually kill off any of the people, legacy characters that have been around for so long and actually leave them dead, which tells me that they're scared for change in the franchise, which is just, boring at that point because it's yeah, like right. you're not well, but willing it, to shake it, things no, up you can yeah, only kill off no the character stakes. you just introduced because he's not in it for whatever long haul and they like have all these politics it sounds like behind these movies um sure but it, it also begs the question like is this storyline of this uh, like none uh, i mean none of the storyline is as important as potentially like uh vin diesel's ego and everything too like i like what i'm saying is like is his ego so big that then it influences the storyline of these movies to- absolutely 100%. Oh, absolutely 100%. yeah no yeah, question 100 yeah it's well documented that that's everybody's like, it's, egos it's, but his more his most importantly but i think everybody's involved uh yeah. affects it in some way but i mean including the rock has changed you know how the trajectory of these movies have gone and so then, that being said, like looking at it just on like a uh, a 
story, uh, like a like a like a storyboarding and like a a writing aspect. How fascinating! How fast and furiousinating! How fast and furiousinating! <laughs> He but calls someone a butthole at some at at one point. He's like, "You butthole, <laughs> Jason Momoa." Oh yes. yeah, uh huh. I love it. it. You actually delivered that line perfectly. You did Thank it just you. like him. Thanks. Yeah, that was really wonderful. Uh, he calls yeah, someone a gonna... butthole and does stuff at him. It's like he's a petulant child. I love it. <laughs> uh huh. He like never. And he calls up. Dom Dommy. <laughs> <laughs> he's what made it. It's uh, it's frustrating. Oh, his whole I'll say, in watching this movie, my daughter like walked in halfway through, and then got bored. <laughs> no, I'm saying Jason Momoa kept my four year old entertained. Yeah, sure, because he's like a cartoon character. Yeah, he is. He is Cause, funny because he starts like and dancing, also, and then Swan Lake starts playing at some point too. It's great. Uh huh. And maybe it's a speech on like the parlance of our times that like. A movie oh. about car, about car explosions and everything else can't keep my daughter's like attention. But on top oh, of that, wow. like, I didn't think it was going to get this deep. Well, <laughs> I, but it's also this movie has made big budget, crazy, wild shit, blase to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but I mean, it's a spectacle, and you know it going into it, so. Yeah, that could, and that's fun, and we enjoy that yeah. about right. it. It's and a, the substance is slipping a bit, but it's, I don't know, man. It's a tenth movie, like how much, and it's just a soap opera as well at this point where they got to check in on everybody, and everybody's got to have something to do, and at that point, it's not even a movie. It's like a structure. It's like a artifice rather than like something that's a living, breathing, moving thing. It's just like keeps keep being built in, like a, in, a, in a way <laughs> rather than paring it down finding the most simple like elegant way to do it sort of like a mission impossible um uh <laughs> let's i don't yeah, know like it kind of just wraps up quick you want to talk about the last uh what's the last set piece is the dam right oh, if you want to go on the light. if you want to go on the damn tour then you got to get in the damn line <laughs> I, I love vegas vacation i'm just trying to get some damn bait <laughs> <laughs> uh what is there is there anything before that that because i don't know i feel like we're going pretty long here and yeah we reviews, can uh, I would be yeah. remiss to not bring up the scene where Dante is having a conversation with two dead people. Yes. We have a little wrap. Yeah, up. I think we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but yeah, like say what you will about how bad shit that was. Yeah. Like, Crazy. Before, before we talk, can you just, can you tr- explain Grim, to me yeah. what's happening in that scene to like lead up to, and what that is a plot device. Like that scene right there essentially is, yeah, because he steals their money, which causes because they are on the run that he put them on. And now he is freezing their assets to make it even more difficult for them to ex- to like run from the law, essentially. Right. And, and he, those so are the yeah. two hacker guys. That you just, yeah. So then in that scene of like, you know, they were like, what if. You know, we're going to do all that and explain all of that. Like, it's just know, so much to be like, look how crazy he is. More- because it's in toenails like uh yeah exactly so that's the i yeah i'm very frustrated with his sexuality in this because it's one of those weird like stereotypes that has existed for a while that is really antiquated now where like this essentially gay, gay the gay character is a weirdo right right 
And it's so one note with the way it is. It's, it's, it's so shallow and stupid because, yeah, he's painting his toenails and has pigtails on and he is surrounded by corpses that he I don't know how he killed him. Right. But he put tape on them to keep their eyes open and shit. It's so right. crazy. That's like but not really a common thing in, in the Fast and Furious movies is to have something so morose and, and well, yes, gra- graphic it was like shocking. that. And, and, well, and suddenly yeah. this gangster's son. Sorry to cut you off. Um, uh, no, that's all. Uh, but suddenly this gangster's son, basically from five is Buffalo Bill. Like, you know, like, like two. He's on that level for sure. He's a sociopath. Yeah. Absolutely. But it just doesn't but, feel worth it for me for some reason. I like his performance, but the right. writing and, and, yeah. stru- and the way the dialogue we got there was not, yeah, doesn't, doesn't make it feel like unfair. It's, yeah. It's, it's worth it. And, and there's a way to do that as well. The mystery around someone also works if you know how to hand, handle that as well, but they gave sure. him a backstory about the father and then didn't follow through on that. If they had, if he had just been some fucking random dude, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it should be. They, they well did what they. You're what you're, they you're trying to. They were trying to make something happen instead of like it feeling organic at all or whatever. But it's also like I would have bought anything. So then the way that they explain it, like I, I, I feel like this whole franchise gets really into the weeds at trying to explain stuff when it's like we're already there. We already like it, you know yeah. if you're if you're not like don't give it too much of a thought. The first if, act dragged, man. I was I was already dragging as the first as the movie was beginning, and I'm like, we don't. I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of this. Like, I know that in the fan service thing of like having a little B drive, like doing drifts at the. I think that's the exact same spot that Paul Walker was doing it in the first movie of like overlooking the city and everything and doing and drifting the car is like, Oh, this feels good. And this is nice. And we can take our time doing this. Cause this is a franchise and, and people want to check in with, with everything, but it, it almost comes across as you said, I, mistakenly, I think season this season of, it does feel like a season of fast and the furious where you're just kind of like checking in right. on everybody in the soap opera where it's like, you never know where it's no. going to end, but you just get to check in with your favorite characters and spend some time with them. Um, I could have used another twenty minutes of like uh, like uh, Roman and 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 Ludacris talking shit to each other or something than getting like super cheesy. Thank God shit. that was in this movie because like I'm trying to think, uh, you know, you suddenly really what, what, what is the what is what are we getting really set up and what is the characters um, like <laughs> odds of progression that is going to be the driving force behind the next two to three movies. Well, uh, is what we've been watching like a friends are, will they won't they with like are we supposed to be invested in this like 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 ramsey deciding which one of them they're gonna like, that's been happening but, for a couple of movies yeah it's, it, it's it also happen, like man. just seem like like she's been hooking up with ludicrous and like on the down low and just like don't tell roman well, she's definitely gonna end like, up with luda if you had to yeah if you were to feel bad her, no i ship luda and tyrese that's I mean, that's what i want oh fun <laughs> it's my fan yeah good there you go like see this is actually i like when they like and then when they come together at the end and like luda's tyrese is like man i fucked up like i i this was supposed to be my mission and i was a leader and i fucked up and he's like you know why you're a leader is because you're taking responsibility for things that aren't even your fault you paid and fronted everybody and supported them 
and mm. you're taking yeah you're taking accountability and then they still rib each other and then when they kind of like punch each other they're like oh, yeah. you son of a bitch and it was like what i don't know because he's like oh. he's like i've been thinking he's like oh i thought i smelled something burning <laughs> yeah like, oh, that, was, that was funny that was pretty good because <laughs> he was overthinking yeah, <laughs> he's that overthinking. Was funny. yeah it was pretty good <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a funny bit yeah it's funny it's funny there's their their little back and forth is is good um vin like launches his car out of the plane that was kind of sweet but yeah again it's like the same set pieces five for whatever reason it rings hollow as well a little bit to me but him dragging those helicopters together is pretty so sick but then he starts he starts dragging the the carcasses of the helicopter just like a safe yeah yeah (laughs) It's like, totally like, learn you know It's the same thing. The same thing. We're gonna do some shit, and he that's actually, where I was like, here we go. It's like this. That brought us to back to you know, like that. Did I, we, but it's I a re, it. it's a little. It's fun, but it's regurgitation no, a little bit. And then he actually out. swings one around and hits yeah. the vehicle with his son inside in such a way that it's still okay. okay. But I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and then right. the kid jumps into his car, and then. uh Jason Momoa goes off to the side and then they just roll up to a fucking dam. Like it's just next set piece, you know, like goes, <laughs> yeah. goes on to the next thing. And this next, uh, like little last section set piece on the dam, uh, is fun. And I enjoyed a lot. And it reminds me, me a lot of, uh, Charlie's angels full throttle, which is like the opening set piece of that movie. Uh, we're golden eye. <laughs> oh my god, fuck yeah! Um, but in, I'm by damn in full throttle. Yeah, let's hear your favorite damn movies. Vegas Vacation, <laughs> uh, Avatar Last Airbender has something, but that's a show. I'll move on. Um, but in full throttle, they like a uh, helicopter falls down and they're in, they're like falling with the helicopter and they got to jump inside the helicopter, get it started. And like fly away and stuff. And wow. I thought that was crazy, but this yeah. one. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my corona. He's driving. <laughs> Wait, which uh, which dam is this? This so this is supposed to be Yeah, what like, dam is it, right? Question. Where are they? I mean, who who knows, man? Yeah, who knows? They're, they're, they're is, on nondescript roads and non like yeah, <laughs> well, but this should be a specific dam, right? Like, are we, are we uh, all? I would like, assume so. Yeah, well, that roadway, I, whatever. I, from it's still Rio de Janeiro, right? So I think so. How yeah. crazy, you know, would it be to like watch this whole piece play out if it was like the Hoover Dam or something? Where like it's like like we all know this thing, and then you're just like wrecking it all. Like like that's where like yeah, let's blow it up. <laughs> franchise going to where like we're just watching people do like terrorist destruction levels of like the eiffel tower and shit like that in the sake of like cars oh it's and, in like, portugal like where are we going with this fucking <laughs> franchise <laughs> like it's like they, they're they just like wrecking every city they're in like to mm-hmm. some degree like it's it's so weird and jacob are. arrived by boat at Caiz uh do Ginjal outside lisbon and head to safe house to meet dom however circumstances just... force jacob to force to face Dante on his own, and he reveals a formidable weapon in the form of his cannon car. <laughs> the I-5 highway in Vuzela and the A-24 highway serves as backdrop for the ensuing car chase. There you go. Fuck yeah. Okay. Eventually, Dom and Little B find themselves trapped at the top of the Aldea da Vila Dam in Spain. I guess it's in Spain, oh, but it's supposed to be Portugal. Spain. In a breathtaking sequence, Dom maneuvers his car down the side of the dam. Dom and Little emerge safely from it just say little safely from the water although he had to leave his iconic dodge in the reservoir below 
Their predicament is not over as Dante detonates the dam. Hopefully this extreme fast X ending will be explained in the Fast so and Furious alliteration. <laughs> so much alliteration there we got what what he's uh, he dom's driving a dodge on a dam <laughs> dante detonates the dam <laughs> and then dante detonates the dam if dante detonates the dam how <laughs> fast 12 the warm-up exercise how long does dom have to get to the damn bottom of the damn dam <laughs> <laughs> Did Dante do it in enough time? <laughs> uh, and and then we get fucking uh, Gal Gadot and The Rock coming back here on the end credit scene. Um, I remember us living together, Brandon, and watching Fast Six uh, together and me being very sad about Giselle falling out of that yeah. airplane. I'm like, it's inconclusive. She's coming back. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. I just knew it. And Wait. seeing her, I was like, I was pretty, I was pretty happy. Airplane explosion though. Like it's no, she like yeah. falls. I mean, she should sure for sure be dead, but she like <laughs> the plane is like taking off it. and she just falls yeah. into the darkness, but it's like so inconclusive because it just goes, she just goes into darkness, but it is a plane going at like liftoff speed. <laughs> <laughs> so how they're, gonna, like, how they're gonna explain that and i just wanted her to be like mangled like hang back <laughs> she's a real <laughs> cyborg yeah. oh, sick. like it, when she comes back with idris elba and they're just like yeah, yeah i'm here oh too. my god and she's on the side of Charlize because oh, she's a cyborg and there's damn. like a connection there oh man what please. if Charlize rebuilt giselle please give me that movie. and it's also insinuating that giselle was you're dry on you're huh? on to something yeah <laughs> Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I, I was 10 times happier for the rock. Cause that's another thing that's been missing this movie in these movies past couple of them so much is his humor. I think, and the John's and John Cena's that was, what was so great about this one uh, is I don't know. Like when he said some bitch, I about pooped myself. Cause I was so excited. Yeah. Uh, and I realized I'm, that it was because of the lunch I ate. And then I realized oh, this cheesy gordita crunch is too much. Uh, but let's uh let's move on to some reviews. 56% from critics, 84% from audience. Let's start with some negative critic reviews from the Atlantic with David Sims, a 25 out of 100. He says the sweet coarse sincerity that once made these films sing is gone replaced with jokes and stunts that feel patched together from earlier, better franchises. Taking yeah, him to task. Well. That's Sims boy. Uh, Wall Street Journal, Kyle Smith, a 30 hiring Francis Louis Louis Leterrier is to direct was a bit like managing the pandemonium at a toddler's birthday party by bringing in a soda machine. This guy speaks from experience. Oh, <laughs> what a simile! <laughs> Apparently, his his kid's birthday party went bad because <laughs> I did that. It did not work. Um, Rolling Stone, Chris Wagner, a thirty. It's a numbing collage of fiery, stitched together spectacles. You can feel your IQ draining with each passing minute. It's another stitched together uh, word of the day. Man, though he was never a fan 
That's um, got to be a prevailing consensus, though, because, yeah, again, since there's course. so many stars in this, it just does seem so disjointed because everybody's got to have their moment. And it is just, yeah, a patchwork mm. of like, this is the Charlize and Michelle scene. This is the Momoa scene. This is, you know, and so on. So mm-hmm. sure. But I mean, like, you know, like we've already let this thing They've happen in the past. Yeah. Right. And to a better success. So it's like if you're uh, there's certain like critic reviews where it's like if you're not if you don't get what this is by now like then don't give like you're not like you're out of your mind if you're gonna try and give this like a serious it's still had an emotional weight though like i don't know like letty coming back and and shit like losing her and her being evil and coming back like they realize what was good about that but they're just draining it like a dry rather than like mixing it up enough they've gotten a little there's a little staleness going on um, from Variety, Peter DeBruge, 40. The Terriers, bad with story, but reasonably strong on the action front. Characters are constantly jumping in and out of speeding vehicles in these movies. And the Terriers' job here must have felt somewhat similar, clambering aboard the juggernaut that is the Fast franchise in full steam. It's another metaphor. These guys are just rife with Damn. metaphor. <laughs> yeah, you landed that plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh i'll do i guess one more from uh critics let's do uh enter no yeah entertainment weekly christian hullub fast x wants all the grandiosity of finality while not actually ending anything yeah i thought thought that was pretty before we fully leave the the whole movie itself and and not like that ending is uh, like shitty. Like it did not make it, me excited about it. Was like it, was fair. Yeah. it wasn't fair. It, yeah. Well, yeah. It oh my God. You out and doesn't like it give you any sort of like inclination you, that that's going to be a way to like leave the story. Cause there's no, I don't know within a two parter again, it's impossible, man. I don't know. There's, an, there's arcs, arcs that are, are that are finished by the, by the first half. And they tell you part one, which helps as well. But uh, it works. And another movie that is a two-parter uh, that has a third is um, the Spider-Man Spider-Verse movie. And that even within that movie, as long as it is like has an arc within the second one and you are excited for what's going to happen in the third as well. I think there's just better <laughs> versions, even this year of movies that are part of something bigger that don't make you feel like, Oh, well I don't even Doomed. care enough. <laughs> well, if like, we're gonna talk I'm definitely going to see 11 versus like, like like why are we even here uh, then like you know those uh, you're giving us two recommendations of something it's like at least you're watching somebody with a vision do something and give you and hand you as an audience member something and not just say here's a bunch of shit that i know you already like Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it was just rea- like, a pure reactionary of like fan service of like, oh, if we show them these people, that's going to leave them on a good note rather than like that bullshit cliffhanger sort of thing that didn't really even, yeah, mean anything. But, and it's also right. after, it's a mid end credit scene too, man, which is just fucking played out already. Right. Um, but let's do uh, just a couple audience positive reviews. Five stars from Beth Phillips. In my opinion, this was an absolute. De- absolute cinematic delight first of all i saw the film in the imax theater which enhances the experience by a thousand percent secondly i walked into the theater with a complete open mind knowing that this may be somewhat paralleling along the storylines from fast one through nine 
However, oh, however it maybe re- this person's friend. <laughs> it reflected them, referencing key elements and add completely new elemental aspects. Not wanting to compare or contrast, I watched this film, first film of Fast X, completely open-minded. The film blew my mind. With the action-packed scenes and tugged on the heartstrings with the characters, the memories, the heart behind the words, and moments that were meant to be cherished. Fast X surpassed a lot of my expectations and was more grandeur than I expected it was going to be. My heart was racing through certain scenes and felt the adrenaline coursing through my body. I have a young fam- I have a young family, and normally all my movies slash shows are revolved around age ten. This was a fantastic experience seeing the film in IMAX, where the two seventy screen and surround sound amplify your senses. I loved the threads that gave life to Paul's legacy and the poignant characters that show the legacy continues on to the next generation. Well done there. I loved how there were reflection moments, but instead of the classic flashback type scenes, innovative ideas to weave the past into the present were used in those scenes portraying memories. Epic. The humor was more subtle and you needed to hold that space for it. It was there and those moments were hilarious. The fight scenes between fast family members, interesting element in this film. So many appearances of fast family members. It was off the hook. Gal Gadot (laughs) returning was the best. And I love little B. He is truly an up and coming star of the next gen. Best scene was Dom and Little B in the car. For so many reasons, often on screen, those precious moments portrayed between Vin Diesel and Little B touched the deepest part of my heart and some tears might have been on the surface. Cliffhanger, check. Yup. Thumbs up. Extremely well done. And now we await the next installments of the saga. And in the interim, we can watch and rewatch all of the Fast movies up to and including Fast X 19 more times. Let's go. Thank you to the entire team, crew, and cast for this incredible, incredible, incredible cinematic delight. Beth, Canadian flag emoji. Fuck yeah. If you it's hard to beat that. that (laughs) Oh yeah, I mean, God, my review of this is going to be, yeah. That was an incredible review. Yeah, but also I might just have to leave it at that. Chat GPT wrote that, I would have, like, believed that too. Like, that was, that was wild. I don't but know. Just hon- I don't know. Honing so much on the uh, <laughs> yeah, the humanity and the uh, the relationships, the father son relationships, all of that heartwarming stuff in there, and highlighting that is really wonderful. Um, Glad that somebody did. I'll just do one more because that was a pretty long one from Super Maddie Zero H Five Stars. Fast X is an absolute fever dream of a movie, and I didn't want to wake up from it. If you're looking for a realistic, serious, or Oscar-worthy in your movie, this will not be it. However, it is still worthy of a great time with friends and family. Between the outlandish action and gravity-defining gravity defining stunts, <laughs> defining the gravity that is yeah, be- beholden, right. beholden to us all, uh, that <laughs> even Marvel would gawk at, and the downright evil, yet disturbingly charming villain Jason Momoa portrays, <laughs> there isn't a dull moment. Production knew exactly what this movie was, and they delivered on all the wacky and whimsical scenes where we've all come to love or hate that the franchise is known for. There are plenty of callbacks to past movies, along with a number of returning characters you may or may not remember. But hey, anything can happen when it's family. <laughs> oh, no. Overall, it is, a, it is a five out of five as long as you leave your expectations at the door and just have fun. Yeah. Did you say expectations? <laughs> Affectation. If you leave your fast expectations. <laughs> fast expectations. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. I mean, uh, I, that was I, a little I sample size from that. What are you guys? You guys uh, feeling about the the polarization here? Do you think it's well founded in the Rotten Tomato score? Do you think that even my sampling of those reviews 
can strike like a overall feeling that because this isn't the only polarizing movie. There's a few other polarizing ones within this franchise that we had considered like three or four uh, disjointed sure. ones that we were going to do. But I thought it'd be fun to do the most recent one. Um, even the very first one is polarizing. So I, I, I don't know. It's according to Rotten Tomatoes. It's it's tough, but it does seem much more populous, much more audience sort of blockbuster fun uh, movie for people to have a good time and action scenes and everything. And and typically on our podcast, I feel like we found, yeah, like critics uh, sometimes uh, turn their nose a little bit at, at some of that stuff and, and look towards yeah. uh, more artfully done stuff. But um, or I mean, they love action movies as well, but it's just gotta be a certain, certain brand. I, I, I think, uh, and they've, right. and they've really loved other ones in the past. Like I believe like five, six and seven, I think are overall favorable in, in their eyes. And I think just when they, when you start to see bloat and, and things going a little, a little big and <laughs> yeah, then it's, uh, then I think this it's a turn a bit, blow. but do you guys, yeah. do you guys feel that turn at all that these critics are feeling? I mean, me personally, yes, absolutely. This is the okay. first one in a while that I'm like, ooh, I don't think I like this at all. And we, you know, uh, yeah, it made me also concerned too to talk about the ending again is like, it made me concerned about the next one because I was like, ooh, fuck, you left it on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, where, yeah, I just, I'm not really that excited about where it's going to go because I don't know really where it's going to go because everything has been so generic and vague and just, you know, um, it's hard to have yeah, faith I'm, that it will resolve itself at all, even, you know. Um, right. Zero faith that that's going to happen. So well, let's say uh, I'm turning like the critics. You're, you're kind of feeling critics side. Yeah. I think yeah. I might be more on that side, too. Danny, why don't you uh, kick off final thoughts? Give it a yeah. give it a score out of 100. Ron Tomato style. Or out of 150. I mean, ju- this is a Justin Lin picture, so you can do the Justin Lin scale if you'd like. Yeah. If you if I get to start this motherfucker off, I am honored and uh You are the guest, yeah. dear sir. Just like yes. myself. Let me tell you where I'm at with this fucking movie. Like <laughs> I, Thank so, God. Uh, like especially like while you were like reading these dudes' reviews of this movie and stuff, like there were certain people where I'm like, you're not allowed to like, don't you talk about this franchise? Like, I felt very like fucking like oh protective. Like, uh, yeah, because it's like, look, man. Like, if you if you don't just like appreciate what the fuck this is, you know, like we're at ten of these goddamn motherfuckers, and like either Ooh, you're, you're getting spicy with it. <laughs> either you're with this thing or you're not. And like, look, man. Just like, look. I grew up. My family had season tickets to the chargers you're what season my family you're what you're <laughs> your family san diego chargers and so like if you Los can Angeles. like imagine like you know once you're like i'm a fan of this thing and i'm ready to see where the fuck it gets weird and where it goes and like i can't uh-huh. always be proud of this thing i can't always but i'm with it here and here that's the only review I really want to read. What from- see, what, what season is this of the like, Chargers? If you had a fast ten equals the Chargers in uh, late nineties, I just think any, uh, any anybody who like is like a, like any of these reviewers that like are like like let me tell you about the Fast and Furious. Like if I can't read what they had to say about one, two, three, uh, like all the way through it, 
then it, because if you're just reviewing it at 10 it's dumb and and what i'm saying is like if you were to look at this thing this thing has become such a fucking like strange thing uh that if you were to watch it from where it is at if you judged fast and the furious 10 at just a movie <laughs> with, i don't know if critics are doing <laughs> No, 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 I'm not. Yeah, I well, saw Avengers the- Endgame. What the hell is going on? <laughs> well, no, yeah. uh, this podcast, we pick a movie and we review it. And so I was, I'm going to say, like, if you had no idea about anything about this franchise, like, if you were like, if your head was so far up your ass that you, <laughs> well, I mean, you have to be under a fucking rock to not know about this movie. Like, literally. Well, I, I, are you calling our listeners? <laughs> oh, if, they, if they're this far, they definitely know about this movie. There is nobody <laughs> listening to your podcast that has never heard of Fast and the yeah. Furious. So who are you? Okay, so you're just speaking to just. Well, like, I'm saying, of, if you were to judge this movie completely objectively, without any like knowledge of any other movie before it or whatever, if you were just to watch this movie as a brand new movie. Hmm. It's a franchise, though. I mean, I mean, insane, crazy thing. And then, especially if you were to bro- if break, you were, down, if like, you were to read the tenth book in a series, I'm sure too. You know, yeah. I don't know what point. Right. You're trying- uh, yeah. What is the point? <laughs> and first thing I was like, is he reviewing the movie? Or what are we talking? About? Sorry. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. This is my review. Is what I'm saying is like what they've what they've come and made or whatever, but they have like made us fall along with and like mm. anything ten movies deep. I don't I don't know if there's any like film or like uh, play saga or whatever. There's like ten things deep that have made people follow along for this long with this level of magnitude Mm -hmm. that isn't like you know a book saga or something star wars hasn't even gone to 10 yeah they have side shit but side things but episode nine that's all they got i mean Uh there's gotta be fan fiction of fast and furious that's where i'm saying oh for sure this is the world phenomenon or whatever built out of like just people stealing fucking dvd players <laughs> like like it started with like people ro- like robbing people and stealing dvd players and like like the first episode if you like this movie or don't like it <laughs> the I think just giving the history of the <laughs> franchise <laughs> let me tell you about 10 things <laughs> and I'm, very nervous, I'm very nervous about like where it's gonna go and everything it's like True. i'm very nervous about what they're gonna do and where it's gonna go because it's like i i feel like they've done everything exhausted to the point and like now everything feels like you know uh too that fight throughout the Toretto house, which like, fuck man, you make, you buy us into your whole fucking like, this is your world and this is your fiction. I watched John Cena trash around your house like it was fucking like made out of paper. I mean, that house was blown up at one point too and they fucking rebuilt it. (laughs) 
I love that movie does where he shoots the wall and then gets behind that wall to then shoot through it. I thought that was kind of cool. MVP, man. Most valuable prime. And a Swiss cheese that wall. It was sick. And then also, like, I I also want to bring up, like, you know, I'm sorry this is, like, in my final thoughts, but, like, (laughs) like, they have, like, the progression of, like, where the construction value of any building or whatever that they are around is like paper thin <laughs> like Jacob it's, to ask. it's I, I i am so glad that you brought that up in your review <laughs> the integrity of buildings and you're i know you always talk about this fuck dude these guys just tear <laughs> through i mean he throws a guy through the ground of the house that was cool but that I mean, cool. you loved it in Malignant. Sure. Malignant got 150% and someone fell through two yeah. floors. Hey, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> See, that's Don't what I'm saying. He, he, <laughs> Eagle-eyed Danny like, over here is always like, man, look, what are look, those walls and, made out of? I haven't given my full review. You have no idea what percentage this baby's going to We've but only just I begun. honestly have no idea. There, I can't tell if you like it or hate it. Here's what I'm going to say. Is what I do know is 10 you know, as a number the, is confounding also, to you. <laughs> also, like, you know, I, I love that you guys are in on, like, I'm sorry that this is my review and it's taking forever, but I also love that you guys are a sidebar. I need you guys as sidebars to to this, especially. But like, all right, if one of you can tell me what like the budget of Malignant versus this movie. This is one of the most expensive movies ever made. The budget for this is 358 million, I think. And I don't believe that's including. I think Malignant was pretty modest too, like all things considered. Malignant was like yeah, 20 or 30. 12 all things awesome, awesome. That's, wait, wait, wait. i'm not i sounded so confident in that <laughs> i'm gonna tell you right now oh you just <laughs> bullshit that oh god <laughs> no, no, no i think i read that was, but like a fair amount I also 40 it was 40 million i mean it's still but like for justin lynn he can get more million. than all that right, if you yeah, want like, to it me and sounds insane the second i said it, i was like no i just heard that i don't yeah, know no but like Set, the house so what's alone, your point here then yeah i <laughs> right so this is a new point then what's so this what's this point now you're in a review right now right so if you were to pick the 10th one out of all of them that would be crazy if you were to compare this and malignant that's also interesting but even so honestly where isn't it interesting how walls work <laughs> in construction really actually becomes very small so what do you think of the movie the budget of this movie and then what they did and then what they tried to accomplish and like my it doesn't matter how much shit you could throw at the board how many people you introduce and how much money you have to spend my problem is at a certain point the wheels start to fall off with Mm, okay okay this is oh right yeah and you like that or don't like that? <laughs> no, it's like finally I'm watching my trashy shit that I like to watch just as like, yeah, it's all two-dimensional fun. Yeah. Fall into like at a certain point, you need to get it together. Like, what are you doing? What mm-hmm. are we really? And I feel like that's what 10 has become mm-hmm. is I'm watching it all. The shit is hitting the fan and I'm watching it all smashed together. It's like, Oh no. And like, it, it, like as look, I, we've all laughed either, either you're laughing with it or at it. But at a certain oh, point, no. 
We cried. <laughs> we cried. All right. Uh, <laughs> but it's also like, like, look, he's like it's a Nicole Kidman AMC commercial. Like, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. <laughs> but, but also, like, I mean, this man has brought a a a fictitious. So the child, he has little Brian or whatever, but like just like the nuance and like complicatedness of it all. It's like he nicknamed he named his new son after Wait, this okay. still alive, and we all know he's dead. And then also like Brian looks like a piece of shit. By the end of this movie, if Brian's still alive, he looks like the biggest piece of shit on the planet. Everybody else in this life. This guy's life has ran into like traction and treason, and everybody is at like the very like limits end of whatever. Now you've written yourself into this character that <laughs> that can't be there, and then you have to explain why he's not there while everybody else is doing the best they can. Even Roman, like uh, like the way they wrote Roman's character was to just be like, I have a bunch of money, and like then we're all gonna laugh at him for that. But like they they have people to do a lot of shit, and then it's written so that. But that is a they got a lot of people to do a lot of shit. They have a lot of people to do a lot of shit. And it's all been Daniel. Daniel. Daniel, what is your score it's for the movie, my friend? Daniel. Daniel. Oh, Denny. What is your what is your score, my friend? Huh? Yeah. 94. A 94. Oh, I did like it. Wow. Nice. That was a shocking reveal. You no, know, I didn't like this movie. It still gets a 94. <laughs> this is the malignant scale. No. Huh? I mean, 94 out of 150. Lincoln got 150. That's right. Where this still gets a 94. This 94 is not for Vin Diesel. This 94 is for everybody else involved in this movie trying to do something. That 94 is for fucking all the, especially behind the scenes and everything else, all the people that came to play. Like, uh, you're, we talked about the cinematography and the filming of this movie is like so complicated to just do this guy's vision of whatever the fuck he wanted. But like, and and to rob us of, like we can talk about storyline or anything else, Mm-mm. but the magnitude of these movies is huge. And I will say like, I'm, I'm never gonna wanna not stop watching these movies. If you made me put that 94 up against all the other movies that they made. No, like, I don't know if that's arguable. Like, you know, when it comes to between the Fast 10 movies, that 94 drops. It's probably one of, one of my low fives, like, in the, in the low half of, like, the Fast movies. But I will say 94 in the sense of, like, Jason Momoa and all the different people coming to play and how much fun I had for like fucking two and a half hours of this whatever. And shit, man, it provoked my thoughts. Like, Hell yeah. Have a, Hell yeah. Have a <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's, that was that's great for your bottom bottom five of the Fast and Furious franchise. Look at a 94. I mean, that's that's means that you really love the franchise. You're you're yep. in for the long haul and you're uh, in, invested in, mm-hmm. in the series. And there's so many franchises yeah. now that it's uh, it's tough. To, I don't know to be fully invested but sometimes, especially something going to ten. As much. So that's we're all concerned. 
Like I think we were all starting to say that. Yeah. It's like let's hear from uh let's hear from Mel Brandini. Yeah, all right. Sorry, that was like 20 minutes. Yep, it's yep. okay. Yep. Uh <laughs> yeah. Um like I said towards the end of this, it was just uh, this movie really was one in a while because I yeah, you know, kind of what Danny was alluding to in a quarter of that was um this movie this movie and this franchise is you know this big budget silly action movie stuff and i have been on board with it but this was the first movie where i wasn't really on board with the movie and it was a, a weird place to sit because i've just loved this franchise for so long um and yeah uh that's It's a bummer. It's a bummer. I don't know. Yeah, I'm concerned about the future of this franchise. Uh, highlights for me was honestly Jason Momoa was uh, his levity to this, even though I didn't like the very stereotypical stuff that he was uh, doing or having him do. Um, God, yeah. If he wasn't in this, this movie would have been a huge fucking snooze. Um, it's really so. He's a highlight. The John Cena Little B stuff was worked really well for me. Fun character stuff, you know, Little B, because there's a lot of this, uh, their scenes together were talking about Little B being like, oh, my dad is such a superhero. And I, I don't know if I'm going to, you know, live up to his expectations. And John Cena telling him, like, your dad loves you. It's okay. You know, just being you is okay. And that was a really sweet message. And I liked a lot of that stuff because we needed that because there's so little that is happening with, like, there's really nothing that's happening with Dom in this movie. Like, I don't know what he's really going through. Sure. Yes. He's concerned about his family being in peril, but like, that's that that's such a general big sweeping thing that hasn't it really he has not a lot to work out like he's always been doing that okay sh big deal he's got to save his family and it was just uh it was so hollow and shallow um he seems like hercules yeah like sure. he's like he's like human but like something else too he's like he's a hard time like dealing with humans yeah 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 like yeah, more, he like, operates on such a higher wavelength Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. He's just bogged down by, you know, gravity uh, and uh, gravity defining shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's what gravity is a very, very. If you define this this saga of movies as like a man struggling with gravity, uh, <laughs> it's a very interesting way to way to view this whole fucking but, man. But. <laughs> So, you know something that i <laughs> something i really didn't like in this movie though is all of that like mr nobody like uh organization stuff fucking pu dude like, get that know, out of my movie i'm just like so over it it's i mean james you said it like the start of that is you're in this void this blue screen void that looks like dog shit Awful. for a movie that's so expensive so Awful. fucking expensive not only does this movie feature oh, features parts of other movies in it uh, it has scenes that look like shit the part <laughs> like the beginning of zoolander with mugatu and like they're where they're telling uh, them to kill the prime minister of malaysia looks better than the fucking nobody <laughs> room, dude right with all the, the people's faces on screens like the zoolander scene was better 
I would yeah. argue that the commercial that he's in where he's promoting the water in that movie looks better <laughs> than this fucking <laughs> scene. Like, when he's a merman, that looks better than this bullshit scene in this movie. Hey man, uh, if Water World from fucking nineteen ninety five looks better than like yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, uh, also good. Movie, yeah, so, your review, Brandon. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's there's there's not a whole lot that i did like about this movie um there were some shining moments in it and um yeah made me really like worried for the franchise because even so uh uh, to to complete my review is the car scene was a good example of the microcosm of this movie for me of like why i like it why i don't like it is i like the fact that they're doing a car scene we're on the ground we're having a race but then this movie cannot fucking help itself by incorporating the race doesn't it's not a race like they're not going through the city racing it is just a straight line that ends up being resolved by getting blown up by gadgets like Oh, oh yeah. The fact that it could the fact that it couldn't let just a race happen mm-hmm. it had to have this gadget bullshit is just is my problem with this movie it has gotten to the point where it cannot help itself from being this like yeah it needs to do these things that really it it doesn't i would argue it doesn't need that it doesn't need more i think that's what we've talked about is it definitely doesn't need more it needs to start resolving stuff sure i can understand wanting to get this more grounded a little bit but god damn it you didn't do it because you couldn't help yourself on in a situation like the car racing scene where it ends up being like actually no it's not a race i'm gonna blow both of these people up and win like okay whatever so i'm sorry i yeah this movie yeah. frustrates me i'm gonna give it I'm, i don't know i'm gonna give it like a 32 percent. wow yeah and that's, a, that's like, a that's a big dip for you because i know you and i have bonded over these movies and i mentioned us <clears> when we like lived together and everything too we would start watching them like i i think right after five and everything when they started getting really good and going out to see them in like theaters and uh i I'm right there with you, Brandini, on a lot that you that you said. And overall, I've I've found this, yeah, ringing more hollow rather than like amping it up and anting up like the stakes and and the the tension and the action and everything. I already knew that it's hard to beat going to fucking space. Like going to space in number nine and having his brother come back is like that was that was tantalizing that was interesting that was cool that added that made Charlie's theron uh still around as a villain in the background sort of way but not change her nature and have him kind of be almost i feel oh fuck he's been I don't even remember the full but he's like essentially like blackmailed right and it's almost like kind of like yeah, letty, right. like mm-hmm. letty or whatever and she's got uh whatever amnesia that's a classic soap opera thing but i i don't know that stuff is is fun having to fight against family and all that like works within the movie this didn't really have anything going for it in terms of a hook for me because i did as good of a movie as five is i didn't find that storyline needing to be revisited especially the set pieces i found that kind of played out and regurgitated sort of set piece that somehow again in my i'd have to watch fast five again but it looked worse in this one everything was blown out and bright and everyone is just like sticking out like, you know, just a Marvel DC superhero or, or something like that um, in a very like green screen sort of set. Uh, the worst case being obviously the, yeah, the nobody thing. And 
that stuff never really bar- bothered me too much because it was just a goofy little like oh like we're this like secret cor- secret secret uh like thing behind the, the scenes yeah. and the rock was Men involved and, and like kurt russell and shit and it's like oh that's like legitimacy to this um and brie and brie larson was good but that set made me just laugh and then the other guy i did not care for him either Ames. Yeah. And that had the big turn at the end well, that made me yeah. more frustrated than sort of like, oh, wow, that was an interesting turn. It was just kind of like, whatever. Uh, I want to care about this at all. Yeah. Yeah. And like Hobbs and Shaw, that one was like a great one off. Um, you know, eight and nine, I think, waned a little bit past seven for me. I think seven was a high, high point in my mind. But mm-hmm. yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys yeah. touch on, on a lot of points. It is it is bloated. It is disjointed, especially when they know that they can stretch it to two movies. Um, they took advantage of the audience instead of using that as an as an advantage for themselves to tell a, a story that requires two parts. I got the feeling that it almost doesn't, and they're just stretching it to stretch it because uh, it's not written tight enough, and you just feel kind of cheated when they use very cheaply the resurgence of these characters that you thought were gone the rocks reasonings never even fully established. And Gal Gadot is just kind of like coming in a submarine with Letty and this fucking evil person that, you know, it just made me feel like unsure and weird rather than like interested to see what happens right. next. So we're going to see the next one. It's a action movie. You know, it's, it's, if you're looking for big loud set pieces and, and dumb action and everything, it has that, but it just doesn't do anything different enough from the other ones to make me mark this as one that's like higher up in my list of favorites, uh, namely being, yeah, I think six and seven or my sweet spot. Uh, so as far as a rating, it would be like a 50, 60, I, I think for me, cause I think uh, it was action, an action movie that was an enjoyable enough on the very surface level, like very, very surface level. Um, but I have a hard time like really, establishing if it's like fresh or rotten and i think i'll do like more like a high 50 like a 57 oh. uh and do like more of the rot a little bit a little bit more of the rotten side i guess if i get to pick a stinker out of the the fast bunch but you know i four i remember being boring and and shit too but you know we saw two to get too fast too furious together in movie theaters brandon we were youngins that was a, that was a fun time and goofy and uh, 2003 wow. damn dude we were little 13 year olds that was a perfect movie for us to see um and absolutely for now yeah. uh i got a little game if you guys want to play i know we've been going long do you want to take a break before we do absolutely uh i i, I know <laughs> i've been, uh, uh, i know i've spoken a bunch but like can i take a moment to especially after hearing both of your guys reviews just make a statement of like man how much i've kind of like screwed up my rating scale it does not uh, matter dude it's okay <laughs> i've fucked mine up as well i've like think back on my scoring and being and i know like, yeah but like sure. i actually don't feel that but whatever yeah. in to 150 boondock saints being a big one i'm like i have actually that i think that movie's bad but i'm listening <laughs> that's like, fair what has become like my weird new rationale like all right, so when I said 94, but then, like, I have to put it up against. Now I've made myself into this weird little niche of, like. It's okay. Well, you, I, as long as you're speaking from your heart, that's yeah. all that matters. 
Like, don't sure. get bogged down in the like minutia of like, Definitely. well, no, you know, this is this score, this is that funny. score. You're giving some fair scores too when you did like unhinged and shit. Like, we were on the same page. Spot, but then also like, no, no, no. I stick by my score. Yeah. It's stick more than, yeah, Mr. It's 150. Now, when I give something this, then it's based off of like, well, I broke a hundred percent, and now like, nah. like now it. Just move well, on. Move, yeah, we're good. I'm yeah, just move on. It. I'm excited about it. I'm just kind of like yeah. look at how fun and weird I have to like work. <laughs> yeah, we'll ch- we'll check in on Fast Eleven if we'll see what kind of score that. Yeah, that gets. yeah. Um, but for now, I have a little game of Review Blitz. Oh, oh yeah. this is a new game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, we I tested it out. I think on you guys uh, last time, kind of off the cuff, and this one's going to be a little bit more of the same, but it does have a theme. What I am going to be doing is I'm going to uh, pick a movie. I'm not going to tell you the name of the movie. That's up for you to decide and guess. What I am going to do is I'm going to give you reviews of this movie. And it's you have to figure out uh, what the movie is based Um, on. mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The theme. And I'm going to give you a hint right off the bat just to kind of make it a little easier and more straightforward. The theme is franchises. And I will be going in order of the franchise number so the first one will be the first in the franchise the second will be a second in another franchise the third will be a third in that franchise as well if that makes sense so this first one will be i got it the first movie and i'm going to put that in quotations as well uh so let's start with negative review by the critics of this first film let's see here let me pull pull up some here uh from slant callum marsh gave it a zero it's difficult to discern precisely where this all went wrong and even more difficult to speculate speculate about possible improvements oh, no. uh Jay <laughs> says with the 20 is simply a billboard for itself anyone who sees it will be experiencing it for the second time the hype was not about the movie the hype was the movie Ooh, this is tough. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going spit I'm gonna keep going Spitfire. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah do, uh, that could be anything. Yes, definitely. Yeah. These are gonna be vague enough. I'm going to do a negative user review. Let's see what they have to say. Yeah. Keep them coming. Dear George, the story was okay, just okay, but the very boring race. And the failed tries to be funny just made it a long, annoying movie. There's a couple of couple hints there. Dear okay. George. Is it, Mad, is it Mad Max Fury Road? Dear George. And I put quotations on the first one as well. How much are you, Brandon? In, in Mad uh, Max? No. Wait, but you're, you're on you're on the you're on with George. You're, oh, wait, you're thinking the hold right on thing. a second. Oh, okay, like, okay, okay. Wait, wait, is there like a is there a are we saying like what year or anything is this no, you're just this, saying the movie i will give you a year you want a year like train running it fucking the camera to like present day this could be any movie said dear george and the race okay. was really long and annoying God. and it came I'm out saying, i'm gonna give you the year 1999 thank you sci-fi action uh, okay i'm gonna say uh, I'm going to keep going with reviews. Let's do one more negative audience review. Then I'm going to do yep. some positive reviews. We, I'm still just going like, you're going to keep throwing stuff at you. 
Uh, one of the worst movies I've ever seen with dull writing, dull characters, a dull plot. This movie makes staring at a wall more fun and exciting. It is. I know what this is. I know what it is. This is, um, uh, it's star Wars Phantom Menace. Nailed it. One point for Brandon. Nailed it. Wow. You're like, I've read this review. This guy, like (laughs) episode one, everybody episode one, not the first movie made, but it's episode one of the franchise. The George thing really narrowed it down for me. I'm like, I didn't it's even get to George Lucas then because he's the only one that's really done a bunch of franchises. Yeah. Well done. I'm going to do this and I'm going to, I can switch to positive reviews quicker no, too. No, if that'll I'm make really interesting. This game. Let's do, uh, actually, we'll start with positive critic review for the second movie, which will be the second in the franchise of this movie as well. Okay. Uh, it's a 100 from Roger Ebert with a Chicago sometimes. Whoa. Brimming okay. with invention and new ideas seems to expand and deepen before our very eyes into a world large enough to conceal unguessable secrets. What a glorious movie. Back to the future too. Negative. Good guess though. Uh, uh, let's see here. The, uh, uh, Lisa Schwarzbaum entertainment weekly among all the things it does. Well, it indeed deepens the darker, more frightening atmosphere for audiences of all ages who are already familiar with the intricacies of the landscape. Aliens, aliens. Yeah. Oh, no, yes. I can give you the year as well. Sorry. I think that would help. Uh, and I think that's a fair thing to want to have because I think it's just so broad I at mean, that point. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, 2002 fantasy adventure. Uh, and so now I'm going to switch up some reviews here. Let's do positive user reviews. It's like, you know, Return of the King. While it's not my favorite, blank movie seriously what's with the low user score it was just as good as the first one in better than the third and sixth ones okay so then this would be it here's another one from cry hard humor gives it a seven it moves like the book it was based on and with that comes both positive and negative results luckily they are mostly positive the acting is surprisingly solid considering the actors are all kids and the directing is capable enough. Fantasy oh, Adventure Harry. 2002, Harry. second movie. Six, seven. <laughs> like, this is like a Harry Potter. Yeah. Goblet of Fire. Like, oh, it's um, Chamber of Secrets. Okay, yeah. there you go. You got it. Brandon with two. You guys got the Harry Potter thing, though. Um, it's first to three if you guys want to keep going. Oh, I guess as long as. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm really enjoying the game. Like, even Hell though yeah. I'm bad at it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, this is going to be the third in a franchise. Yeah. This will be the third movie. Uh, let's go to kind of middle of the road critic reviews. What's year? Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. Let's, yeah, just give you double okay. double points for... Uh, that is kind of a big thing. It does help year. a lot, yeah. I was like, almost like, you guys should get double points in that first round if you can get also, it. But, uh, 2001, sci-fi action. It's the third movie. Los Angeles Times, Kenneth Turan gave it a 60. The sheer physical presence of these creatures is much more believable and convincing than what can be generous, generously characterized as the film's plot. <laughs> the sheer physical presence of these creatures is much more believable and convincing than what can be generously cr- characterized as the film's plot. Um, 
Entertainment I Weekly, see. Owen Gleiberman gave it a 50. Has no pretensions to be anything more than a goosebumpy fantasy theme park ride for kids, but it's such a routine ride. No. TV Guide Magazine, Ken, Ken Fox gave it a 50. While kids of all ages will want to see it, the movie is loud and occasionally brutal, and while the body count is relatively low, it's still pretty scary stuff. This this movie. Yeah, I know. Like where it's kids. San Francisco count. Chronicle mixed LaSalle 50. This is a monster movie. Okay. 92 minutes, lots of action, lots of green legs stomping. Get in, get out. What is this? Man, you're actually like hitting on like a. There's some there's some hints coming. I'll I'll move over to user side of things and see if they what they have to say. Um, let's go with. Do do do. Oh man. From Michael C. Let's see here. A highly plausible and money-making cinema event. It succeeds mostly because it doesn't try too hard to be a sequel to Blank. It seems like a film all on its own. If I had to complain about something, the kid's story is far too unbelievable to trick even the dumbest viewers, and the characters sometimes do stupid things. Despite that I really enjoyed Blank, and it kept me highly satisfied and entertained for the overly short running time, uh... Awesomely entertaining okay. improves upon the quality of the second ending. Ah, oh, man, yeah, these are even more vague. I feel like the the critic oh. reviews were doing better. Yeah, sure, sure. That's yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh god, okay. It's a monster movie. It's a kids movie. It the is. Third, it's the, the third third one sci-fi <laughs> fantasy. There's some, you know, green <laughs> legs. Someone said. Yeah, green. Where I went, Ninja Turtles was like, man, I'm fucking feel like I'm stabbing in the dark. Um, let me think if there's an. Uh, I'm I'm okay. I'm just gonna find like a good one that actually has like a legit. Uh, Talks about something. the plot, maybe a little bit. Severe lack of characterization, predictable setup from the start. Made this is from Essence of Sugar. Gave it a three. A uh, user, majorly contrived plot devices. The dinosaurs almost pushed to the side with about the least annoying character being Doctor Alan Grant. A stock pointless ending. It's like I didn't care anymore, and it's a great insult to have one of the main female. Jurassic Park, Lost World, like the second one or whatever. What number are we on? A third one. Yes, third one. yeah, you got it. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it's right. Was that three. one? You got it. Jurassic Park three. Was sorry, I got lost in all the fucking like iterations. Do you guys want to try? Movie. You want to try again? It was a kids movie. No, yeah, the third. That's movie. that's yeah, that's such a weird miscategorization then. Like, I mean, that's what it became though. Like, like it's it's. All right, that's the one that's uh, got the the dinosaur going. Alan, Alan, <laughs> Alan. right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wakes up and yeah. he's like, that. There's a Velociraptor sitting in the uh, jet with him, and he's like, Alan, wake up! And then it's like actually <laughs> a dream, and his, he's like, Oh, it's just his friend. And he's like, Alan, wake up! <laughs> but it's. I saw the movie a couple times that summer because I just something I did was go see movies, and I remember that part coming and just laughing getting ready to laugh because it was just so silly all right the next movie if you guys want to continue it is from 2008 2008 it's an action adventure thriller here we graduate and it's the fourth in this franchise 
Seattle Post's Intelligencer, William Arnold, gave it a 91. It's crammed full of the dash, filmmaking flair, swashbuckling magic, and possible stunts, and tongue-in-cheek humor that made the series such a phenomenon of its time. And for those versed in its traditions, almost every frame is enjoyable on some level. Strange tides or whatever the fuck. Oh, good guess, but no, swashbuckling is... is uh, oh wow is uh, oh interesting okay a slick fun film that has by no means sacrificed the fast action beats of the first three says damon wise of empire uh the boston globe ty burr says merely grand old school fun a rollicking class reunion that stands as the second best entry in the venerable series and this isn't any of the any of the uh fucking these, these are still pretty vague huh but I'm just saying, like, I'm off the mark by by. Yeah, he said that it's not a Pirates movie. No, yeah. that was a good guess, though. It is like uh, action, definitely action adventure <laughs> thriller, though, uh, from uh, 2000, May 22nd, 2008, PG-13 um, from the users. Let's go to negative. Master and Commander. <laughs> uh, uh, from Grant S. gave it a zero. What a complete waste of time and money. Not one ounce of creativity or fun. From the first lame screen with the groundhogs to the last third rate. That was a big hint there. To the last third rate sound effects water flume ride. Oh, this is. uh, This movie was a complete uh, disappointment. Like Perseus fucking. What's his name? Uh, Opens with groundhogs. Action Adventure 2008. Uh, Brian L. gave it a two. Mattingly. Mattingly idiotic i was so angry i when i left the theater as to what they did to a great franchise it has george lucas's stamp of cutesy lameness all over it i hated this movie and i was so excited to see it it's Isn't indiana it? jones and the crystal skull yes oh, okay damn like all right when i start dropping names it becomes obvious but at a certain yeah. point yeah. well i i mean i those three squares but like uh <laughs> this is a weird <laughs> ride fellas like well, you, got, you got three brandon well done uh i can do one more i had one more ready or we can just move on and and call it a day i don't care Challenge. i mean i'll never concede but like he you know that's the game and he won why, why don't we do one more why don't we do one more and it'll be uh double or nothing all or nothing okay. all or nothing yeah all right all or nothing yeah, uh, it oh, is no. the fifth in the franchise let's see when did it come out 2011 it is an action drama thriller crime. That's what it says. Uh, from Benjo Kaladi from We Got This Covered. I don't know what that is. A 90 blank boasts incredible action scenes that are all varied and equally exciting. The film is full of clean, well choreographed shots that are easy to watch, and the cast works great as a whole unit, making the film's running time breeze by. Uh, let's see here. From Time Out London, Anna Smith gave it a 60. Overlong but slick, this still gets away with simplistic dialogue and characters, perhaps because it doesn't take itself too seriously. From Kyle... 2011, right? 2011, the fifth in the Mm. franchise. From user Many Many Made One gave it a 10. I don't think anyone expected the fifth film of the series to be the best. Up to this point, the only one I liked was the first one. But after seeing this one, possibly the greatest car-themed film ever. It's Fast it's Five. Full, 
Yeah, it's fast five. That was, that was a fun ending. Okay, well, that was the fast. That was our uh, little entry into the fast series. Fast X. I had no, so much yeah. fun with you guys. Thank you so much for joining us for that silly little game that we played. I know it was a little tough, oh, but fun. you guys are movie buffs. Uh, so I know that uh, it was possible and you, you made me so proud. Uh, and that was franchise, franchise edition of Review Blitz. This has been Fast X version of Polarize. Uh, for now, thank you, Danny. We appreciate you joining you, us. Danny. It's always a pleasure. And uh, you're someone that is just built for podcasting. And, and we appreciate uh, you offering your opinion on movies. You're always such a invaluable source of movies, uh, music, pop culture, media, anything, and amongst uh, plenty of other stuff as well. So um, appreciate you so much, dude. And um, can't wait for next time. For our next episode, we will be doing another Brie Larson movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. A certain Captain Marvel, may you say? Mm-hmm. Yes. A very polarizing movie indeed. Uh, we will be doing a Marvel movie. We haven't done a Marvel movie yet, have we? And it's not just a Marvel movie. It's the Marvel movie because it's, it's in the name. Uh, God, I, I don't even have the scores here. I'm sorry. Um, it was very polarizing on its release for reasons that didn't seem to have much to do with the movie. And then it, it came out and uh, that was in 2019. <laughs> uh, there's another one coming out later this year. Uh, what a time to check it out. So join in us. Join us next time for Captain Marvel. It's got a 79% certified fresh by critics uh on Rotten Tomatoes and it's got a 45% audience score. And we'll see you there. If you want to reach us in the meantime, um polarize the pod at gmail.com if you want to send us a line there. Polarize pod uh on Twitter is where you can uh tweet at us there. And um polarize pod on twitch.tv that's twitch.tv slash polarize pod. We stream this live, uh no regular schedule <laughs> really, but you can watch you know old uh videos and, and check us out there and, and occasionally see us live. We took a little break there, we're so happy to be back. Thank you guys for joining us, and uh we'll see you next time. We love you. <laughs>